A friend is a buddy that you love. We bring him on the show to teach us some stuff. And when the show comes to an end, if anyone asks, you must contend. Jason and Kelsey have friends. Jason and Kelsey have friends. All right, welcome to Jason and Kelsey Have Friends. I'm Jason. And I'm Kelsey. And we are two Bay Area Asians learning from our friends. Yes. What's up? Hello, friend. <laughs> it's been months since we've done this. The allure of the audience not knowing that has been broken because yeah. they uh-huh. don't need to know that. But yeah, it's been a while. Well, but- it's okay. At the pace at which I'm editing this, this will come out <laughs> in 2024. Excellent. Yeah. So the pace of the podcast was pretty like rapid when we started it was like once a week and then it slowly got harder and harder for me to keep up with the editing so now now i'm trying to release them once a month is a victory for me. (laughs) listen if we could cut this if you want but you had a very busy i mean you personally had like a lot of busyness in the last couple months so oh yeah incredibly busy yeah i'm still very busy that's what i'm saying but it's i mean that's not really an excuse i guess that's true i don't know if i've said this on air before but we have a listener in russia Oh, yeah. Once. Vlad. Oh, yeah. We talked about yeah. that. Yeah. I recall. Anyway. Love that guy. Yeah. Was, <laughs> um, aside from your friendship with despots, uh, yeah. did you uh, did you learn anything this week? Or? I did learn something. Great. I learned something about storage units, like like, uh, like public storage. Like, like storage wars storage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like those sorts of facilities. Oh, I'm super into yeah, that so show. So I but, learned yeah. that in the United States, there are more public storage facilities than there are McDonald's out of here no way really yeah yeah and this is a this is somewhat slightly older data this is like from 2015 but there are over 50,000 public storage facilities in the country and there are 14,000 mcdonald's i'm actually surprised by how few mcdonald's there are 14,000 doesn't sound like that many it doesn't sound like many but you know there's mcdonald's everywhere and that seems like a good number to, to have it right and it's like what three? but it's weird to think that Basically, every city has a McDonald's. Right. But that means every city has three like, That's self-storage true. Three facilities. Plus yeah. storage facilities. <laughs> I, I could see that. And it might be like concentration-wise. But so, I mean, I'm I'm just fascinated because I love storage wars. Like, I want to do that. The bidding thing. Have you ever tried that? <laughs> no, I've never tried that. I would that. love to do that. No, I have too much stuff. Oh, you, that's true. Yeah, you do. I have way too much stuff. I, can, I can't. From when you were like four that exactly one. exactly yeah yeah yeah. i mean lately i've actually been thinking about like how do we get rid of this stuff and i've i learned that there's a there's like facebook groups called like buy nothing type groups yeah, yeah. where people just like give stuff away yeah, and they yeah, offer yeah. stuff to give away um they give away cool stuff on that because because kelly will take a look yeah. and she said one time they had like a heavy bag which i was like oh that'd be awesome to get that and it was gone within like you oh, have I like see. half an hour yeah, and yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. just wants to snatch course, up the good stuff. Of course. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. But if yeah. you can like time it well, like you can get some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. I feel like that's like a pretty cool service cuz I definitely have a lot of things that I don't need and Yeah. Do you think that you would get a lot of takers on your second grade homework assignments in like English? <laughs> For sure. Yeah. For you sure. So? There's plenty of freaks yeah, out really, there. Really, Look, yeah, that's we have, true. That, that's actually true. We have over 50,000 storage facilities. Like, what's in there, right? Oh, yeah. oh uh, like ton of dead The bodies. country has a problem. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's, like, <laughs> stuff in there. Like, that's why I'm so intrigued by trying to bid on those kind of things. Because it's like, oh, maybe you find something super rare. Or, oh, there's a there's a hand. 
there's a hand in there. Yeah, yeah. Like it's gonna. It's I love that. Like playing that, rolling that dice, just seeing what, what yeah. you get. Yeah, because you fun. want a hand. Mm, who could? It, <laughs> you could always use an extra hand, Jason. <laughs> okay. You could always use an extra one. Yeah. All right. So yeah. yeah. Anyways, what did you learn? So it's funny. Uh, I, w- I I thought of something that I learned this week, but because you mentioned the storage thing, I'm oh, actually doing it? the right. opposite. <clears throat> I heard that during the pandemic, uh, card collecting became really popular again. So things like oh uh, okay, like yeah. people would like decided to pull out their old like Pokemon cards, mm-hmm. sports cards, like comic book cards, mm-hmm. and they started selling it. So then all the price of these cards started going way up during the pandemic so i caught it really late but i started getting back into collecting like comic book cards whoa because now i can buy like the old school boxes wow so it's been kind of fun because i like open the cards and i like i get cards and stuff i haven't seen ever whoa i had no idea you were into that was that something you did as a kid as a kid i collected a lot of like marvel cards like that like comic book cards were my bag like everyone had like you know you did i didn't realize that was a thing yeah yeah so that's probably definitely the let's say the big three are sports cards like you know you you could go out and get like a steph curry rookie card for Mm -hmm. thousands of dollars by the way it's really expensive and then there's like pokemon cards which oddly are still really popular because i remember when that came out when we were in what elementary school Mm -hmm. those cards like the original decks they're like again thousands of dollars for these things that we probably bought in 1990 whenever crumpled into our pockets yeah yeah and just yeah. shoved it in there because there was like another five we had those are all worth like at least like 500 bucks or something so and then the last tier was the the comic book cards which is what i was into. oh interesting but what's interesting too is that the importance or the value of those marvel collection cards are obviously tied to the movies too so when moon knight came out uh-huh. In uh, for the Disney Plus series, there was like a small value bump in all the Moon Knight cards and stuff like that. So it's it's kind of like what an interesting submarket that I'm like man. I'm getting super into it. I'm so you're just buying a whole bunch of these things. I'm just are you quit are my you job and just do it like full time? <laughs> like, are you trying to like turn this into a way to make money? No, no, no. Like, well, I mean, it'd be nice. It'd be kind of cool. There's like a whole process behind it. Like you have to potentially get the card graded, and then if the grading of the card is good. <laughs> if you get a 10 or not, then it's worth more and stuff like that. So you can get really into it. Right now, I just want to like build up like my old collection of this one set that I always You want to complete a set. Is yeah, that what it is? Exactly. Oh, okay. To start with, but then we'll see what happens. And then you'll that. sell the set or it's just something you want to own? That's a good question. I don't know. I just, I literally just got into this like maybe like a couple weeks ago. Oh, holy smokes. It's great. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It's cool that you're able, to, I guess, to like rekindle that like um, yeah. youthful like energy oh, and, for sure. and desire. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, thank you. You're still young at heart. That's so oh, nice. Yeah. All right. It's well, okay. Enjoyable. Well, speaking of young at heart, nice. <laughs> I'd like to welcome to the podcast. Uh, he is product at WiseTech, formerly lead product manager at Possible, senior product manager at Blockchain, head of product at Highmark Data lead product manager at Massroots and product manager at Fixu. He is a certified Scrum product owner and knows a lot about products. A magna cum laude bioengineer from UC Berkeley and a master of biomedical engineering from Boston University. He is a former water sports athlete, dancing astronaut, and also freakishly good at the flute. But most importantly, he has the same birthday as me. It's Kevin Schwab. What's up, guys? It's, yeah, uh, good to see you. Was that a gang sign that you threw up or no? No, no he was my just hands like, are down. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's just be clear. Kevin's hands are in his lap right now. Oh. Yeah. I think I saw the transition from. No, he was just signaling if he was allowed to talk. Oh, that's yeah. true. That's oh, true. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure. Yeah. You guys didn't tell me if I could talk or not. Yeah. <laughs> we're, pr- yeah. we're pretty strict yeah. about what people are talking here, we just watching you talk to oh. each other. Okay. And Did we not tell you this? Completely. We not invited, attention. We invited you to watch us talk for the next three uh, hours. Yeah, it's just better with an audience. Yeah, I know. That's fair, that's fair, that's fair. How are um, you doing, Kevin? I'm good, I'm good. I can't say that I am one of the three people that listen to the podcast or your mom. Devastating. <laughs> so I don't fall into any of the categories. Okay. <laughs> okay, this is great. Yeah. What did you think of the intro? That, I mean, a lot of product-related uh yeah it makes me makes me seem like <laughs> someone who can't hold down a job uh and yeah but whatever whatever oh, that's man. cool so let's let's just kind of kick it off a little bit kevin how do you know jason uh yeah as jason said we have the same birthday uh oh so if you have the same birthday we you just know, just each, know other. each other i mean those oh, well, facebook groups there was just, <laughs> yeah i think i think <laughs> i i learned that i forgot i think it only needs to be 16 to 20 people or something in a room for two people to have this for at least yeah, yeah yeah it's like just that, how just how probability works that, yeah i don't know i didn't pay attention wait <laughs> just, what that's how that works yeah, yeah it's like it's very very likely yeah wow that's my like understanding a, of probability is so flawed because i was like, like i think we you need ti plus i think, yeah. plus I think games. you need 366 <laughs> people in a room no, no, no. <laughs> that's called that's like the statistics like cool story that they're like statisticians love to be like hey did you know that it's very interesting but anyway speaking of birthdays yeah. uh i think i know jason because our parents are taiwanese and there's a huge taiwanese community here and oh, okay. so yeah. we were forced to be friends <laughs> is that wait so did you guys so you guys knew of each other or hung out with each other even before school like how when did you guys start we did activities together even though we didn't go to the same school yeah yeah, yeah. that's right that's right yeah like we swam yeah yeah, yeah together yeah. i went to um, foot smell oh you went to foot smell not argus snot not argus nice yeah. 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 very specific See? humor <laughs> only locals will understand <laughs> that's, that's good jokes nice <laughs> so you knew so you knew jason and then what was your do you remember your first impression of jason no okay you just like <laughs> was he always we just friends? We were friends. We were was he just, just always someone you knew? Like you just yeah, like, yeah. Oh, we yeah. were just friends, and we just hung out a lot. Yeah. And then I think a good funny story about birthdays is that he's always been more popular than me, and so I didn't really care about my birthday. <laughs> uh, and I mean, being popular doesn't re- really not matter anymore. I think no, it does <laughs> not. It doesn't matter. It matters way more. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Um, yeah. Um, so he would have birthday parties, and I would attend his birthday parties. Oh, nice! But I would have my own birthday parties. Baller, nice. But Two then birthdays. I also threw him a surprise birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> so I've funny. gone through so much birthday trauma that I just truly don't give a shit about my birthday at all. This is getting way. Holy so convoluted. This is so. Oh my god! There's so Anyways. much to unpack here. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I did not realize that I was delivering trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. What are you, what are you say? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess Jason. Follow up question to you is: Do you have a first impression of Kevin, or same thing? You guys always knew each other. Kevin was just the dude who annoyingly had the same birthday as me. Oh, <laughs> no, um, Jason's like, you know, I was very popular back when I was in, you know, when we were youngsters, and I really felt like his. He was having the same birthday took away the spotlight. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I could not handle that. No, um, no. My impressions of Kevin were always like very positive. We were very good friends, and I loved having the same birthday as him. I thought it was yeah, cool it was to have somebody that I actually liked as a person. Have yeah. the, you know, it, it made it feel like we had some More special, special connection. Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, well, if like, you look at our text threads from the past three years, it literally says "Happy birthday, happy birthday." <laughs> Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. 
Ah, so very close you two are. 100%. 100% Incredibly 100%. close. Yeah. Incredibly close. We just close. don't test. <laughs> um, I... Oh, good. Yeah, no, but I was going to say that, like, um, I think earliest memories was that, like, Kevin was very good at swimming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I feel I always, like, thought of him as kind of, like, an athletic person, at least a lot more athletic than I was. So he was kind of cool in that way, I guess. Yeah, because I, I, like, hated swimming and I, like, really didn't feel confident like in the water mm. partly because like as a person who wears glasses like i didn't like being oh, half yeah, blind yeah. in water um <laughs> but yeah that, that's kind of how i i guess how i saw him and i guess like this happened like much much later this is like end of high school like my favorite thing i guess about kevin is he plays a lot of instruments and one of the instruments he plays is the flute yeah and he had a recital right wow. kind of as like a capstone to like his flute career yes. right yeah yeah senior much. year yeah yeah so and that was like the first time i got to hear him play yeah anybody that anybody yeah because he was very like secret about it oh, because that he played other instruments for the school band so he played flute oh, at okay. um in my home yeah oh. in and, the privacy of your own home <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. and i just remember sitting there and just being like completely blown away like he was so really good at the flute like, can you like <laughs> shred on a flute like were you just like playing pantera and no i was oh, playing no. classical music nice i wish i kept kept it up so the, that i could play like the um oh, what's that band um jethro toll oh jethro yeah toll. that'd be cool yeah, yeah. yeah. that'd be yeah. awesome so basically that story not only does it show kevin was weirdly very good at the flute yeah. but like <laughs> Just in general, the way I see Kevin is that he's like, he's extremely talented and yeah, at yeah. a lot of different things, but he's like very unassuming about it. Yeah. Do you so, wanna... like, so like you would have no idea, but right. in my mind, I'm always like, man, Kevin's like very good. Yeah. At yeah. A lot of things. He has range. Yeah. That's how well, I think. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Never thought about myself like Good. Yeah. Jason asked me how I know Kevin. <clears throat> oh, Kelsey, how do you? <laughs> I guess you know Kevin too. <laughs> how do you know Kevin? <laughs> okay. I did not know Kevin very well because I am a year older than you. So yeah. until... You're actually the same amount older than me as you are older than Kevin. Dude. Wait, hold on. That's crazy, right? Hold on a second. Let me do the math. <laughs> Depends when you're born. I was in the morning. Two, four. You were born in the morning. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. For breakfast. Yeah. yeah. You came out for breakfast. Yeah. Came out for breakfast. <laughs> I'm actually not sure when I was born. <laughs> I think it was midnight snack. Is that how people... Okay, okay. Wait, I don't... Midnight snack would be really early in the I think morning? it was probably before you. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I don't think that's how it's medically documented. You don't uh, think so? Born before <laughs> breakfast. Breakfast is not I, a medical I like thing. to think that there's a connection there where it's like, oh, that explains why you really like dinner. Oh, I see. So this is just uh, this is just Jason's version of a horoscope. <laughs> oh, a, you're a classic <laughs> breakfast, aren't you? It's a really... I'm a golden <laughs> dragon breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I am... I am... <laughs> I'm a horse breakfast class. <laughs> anyway, um, so I met Kevin because, uh, again, I was a year older than you guys, and I uh, played water polo. I remember seeing Kevin and hearing that Kevin was a really good swimmer, mm -hmm. but then he just picked up water polo. Like, he was just like, okay, I'm going to just be really good at water polo now. And I was like, and then by the end of his freshman year, my sophomore year, I was like, dude, this guy's really good. <laughs> above average. Well, no, much, but much more above average. <laughs> and then we just ended up playing together for the rest of our, uh, my career at least. So yeah. 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 I, so I will, uh, plus one, just Kevin picking things up and be like, oh, this is very simple. Yeah, exactly. Like, I do yeah. have a first impression of Kelsey. Ooh. For sure. Whoa. Uh, Ooh, I'm scared. It was at water polo and you're like, this, no, guy's, been, funny. this no. guy's been playing for a year? He's so <laughs> bad. 
<laughs> no, I remember thinking this guy is either flexing his abs 24/7 <laughs> <laughs> or he's got nice six pack. <laughs> and to this day I still don't know. There's <laughs> uh, a lot of flexing. <laughs> Okay. Oh, that's hilarious. Life's, oh, life's questions. No, yeah, constant I just, strain. Yeah. But, yeah. He, but Kevin was always like super, like again, I think the way you described his personality, he's just, it just kind of is what it is. He's just like, I'm really good at things, yeah. but doesn't like throw it in your face at all. Because I remember there were some people who were just like a little bit more big for the bridges. Kevin was just so low key. He'd just like score a goal. Just be like, all right. So. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Cool. So that's the end of our podcast. Yeah. Um, we'll see you guys <laughs> later. You'll learn quite a bit about birthdays. <laughs> Over under on how much of that gets cut. I'm just very excited about that. This is partly why it takes a month for me to edit one episode. <laughs> a bunch of yeah. Nice. Uh, okay. So the main reason that we have Kevin here today is because we wanted to get some insight, I guess, into Kevin's life path and like his career path and the way that kevin self-describes it is it's a random walk and um we were trying to come up with better phrases for it but we i don't think we're we've settled on it yet but maybe throughout this conversation we can figure it out yeah so yeah i guess kevin just like take us through this random walk like where does it start should i just do like a just basic brief high level let's just go at the womb and no you let's just go let's go step let's go step <laughs> by step and just like really like yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, um, we don't need a thesis statement yeah. okay like, how about this like just to kick it off did you know what you wanted to do with your life when you were younger businessman Ooh. okay oh really oh well actually if you take my three-year-old drawings of what i want to be it was a scientist like okay. archaeologist Okay. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah. And then somehow it became businessman, whatever the fuck that means. And then how, <laughs> when, when did you turn, when did, when did that? I when? have no idea. I have no idea. And what was your like concept of what businessman meant? Make money. Ooh, uh, yeah, like that. Yeah. Did really, you, did cool. you have like influences like telling you that that was important or? No, I think, I mean, the answer is I had not thought about what I want to do with my life. Still. <laughs> 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 okay so, well, well well first of all you, so i let's maybe take it to high school so if you, you were unsure even into high school but you ended up going to berkeley which is not a it's a state school it is a state school yeah. and we actually <laughs> what's interesting is we were talking before and jason yeah. has a theory about state schools which i did yeah wanna... my theory is that kids who go to state schools turn out more prepared for real life I think it goes either way. I think that's what I was going to say. It goes either way because for me, I was the least prepared person ever to come out of college because it's so big. There's not somebody holding your hand being like, hey, do this. Hey, do this. It was like, Uh I had to figure it out. And what I figured out was I just studied a lot and that was all I did. I did nothing else. So I think it goes the other way too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I, I, I guess I just always assume that like, because everybody had to be more independent and like kind of fight for yeah. attention, fight for like resources we'd, we'd and fight for food and that sort day. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you just <laughs> you know that? come out like cafeteria, punching, yeah, yeah. you know, come out ready, to, ready to take oh. on the world. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. Because the private school kids, I feel like you just come out soft. Yeah, yeah. You know? Not like me and Kevin. And yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys are super hard. So super hard. hard. <laughs> Incredibly right. hard. He even yeah. thought I threw up a gang sign That's and right. I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That must be a gang sign. Yeah. If, you, if you're moving your hands, it's definitely He lifted a gang his sign. hand. I said, "Take my wallet." I don't know why I said that. I don't know why, I thought, but I thought that. So anyway, so you're in Berkeley. You got your degree in it was bioengineering. 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 Yeah. 
any yeah so so that's not but that's not a businessman path right like so I why did so, you go yeah, yeah i went in because i had no idea what i wanted to do and so my mom was like well at first i was like okay maybe i'll do biology because i've always enjoyed animals uh-huh. uh and then she was like well why don't you do bioengineering as every asian parent just to would. beef it up a little bit you know? yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah and so i did it and then i graduated and realized that my degree was an incredibly jack of all trades because i had to learn a lot of different things like yeah. electrical engineering mechanical yeah. engineering biology um yeah so wait so while you were there studying all this bioengineering stuff were you still in your mind like i'm gonna do business i'm gonna find no. a way to like apply this no because from a business right. well okay so what was interesting was i studied a lot i had no real social life it just makes me sound really cool, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm unpopular. Anyways, uh, <laughs> no, if any, I'm, I don't know. I feel I, like that's Jason's the, I, like dying inside. He's like, no, don't say that. I honestly feel like that's the way to go. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, As like, someone who's never been unpopular, I think being unpopular is the way to go. <laughs> no, not that part. The studying part. The studying part, man. Um, yeah. So, uh, what was interesting, if actually I, now that you say that, is like. Okay, so I had one really weird hobby freshman year, which was I got really into headphones, like audiophile headphones. Oh, because mm-hmm. I was like really interested in like making sure my music sounded really good, which mm-hmm. I don't know why, but it was like a hobby I just like latched onto. Latched onto. Yeah, it yeah, became yeah. really, uh, really important to me. But anyways, like to have good headphones obviously meant you had to do have more gear to be able to like use those nice <laughs> headphones. And so one of those things is an amplifier uh-huh. to help uh, provide more power to the headphones than mm-hmm. your typical like phone or computer. And so I learned how to build them and got into the DIY community um, of how to build those things. And one of the pieces in there is called an operational amplifier, which is the main processing thing in the headphone ampl- amplifiers. And I found out I could just go to Texas Instruments ask for samples of like 10 packs of their operational amplifiers that I knew were the ones that people really liked to use. And then I would sell them across seas Whoa. and I would make money that way. And just basically I, it was like a few thousand dollars freshman year. So it was like really I, nice. I'm Whoa. so glad you brought this up. Cause I was going to bring this up if you nice. didn't. Cause nice. this is, is, I love this story. That is insane. <laughs> yeah. Cause I was going to say like, yeah, you weren't maybe thinking about being a businessman, but you that's are like yeah. good at that. Like naturally. You're that's like right. Like business engineer. There's, mul- like, yeah. there's multiple <laughs> examples where you're like <laughs> business <laughs> engineering. <laughs> I mean, business is like, how do I make money? And then the business engineer goes, I'm going to take these free samples and then make it into money. Like that's, <laughs> I don't know how much more applied science you get. <laughs> yeah, he's a business magician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insane. That's so entrepreneurial. At like, yeah. What were you nineteen at the time? But yeah, you were like, you had a knack for like finding yourself in these spaces and like finding these opportunities and yeah. like, and then actually like doing something about it. Yeah, yeah. There I, was a, so, there was yeah. another one actually too. After that, I don't know if you know this, but I paid for like I think a couple of semesters with his money was. Uh, back then, Microsoft sold keys to people specifically. You're like, if you had Microsoft XP, you had to buy a key. Uh-huh. Microsoft yeah, yeah, Office, yeah. you had to buy a oh, key. I do remember right? this. Yes. Yeah. But what you could do was that they had packages for IT people to buy, so that they can install a lot of com- a lot of computers at once to like test things or yeah, whatever yeah. it was. But you would get ten keys of every single product that Microsoft had, and <laughs> it cost two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. 
but that was like hundreds of keys. I would sling them on eBay for like $60 a pop. Wow. <laughs> and the money, I made all my money in like a month. Damn. It was so fast. I had five or six eBay accounts get shut down. One of them was Porta Potty Guy, which is my favorite one. Oh, like, can, you, can you imagine buying a Microsoft XP key from an eBay guy named Porta Potty Guy? Anyways, but like, no, if you start a business, that should be your LLC name. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, so that was the other one. So, yeah, I mean, now I think statute of limitations is like way too far away. So, even if Microsoft hears this, God. Again, over under on how much of this interview is getting cut. <laughs> so then I shot this guy in the face, but they can't they can't go after murder after two years, right? No, 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 they can't. Also, no one listens to this yes, podcast. Fair enough, so. fair yeah, you're they, fine. Oddly enough, you're even more protected saying it here than yeah, you were yeah, not yeah, saying yeah, it yeah, before. So okay, so you basically so you now have a degree in bioengineering from Cal. Uh, what's the first move in terms of like like? Okay, I've got this. Now what do I do? Uh, well, that wasn't my mentality. It was, I can't get a job. And oh, the only I thing I could do was go get a PhD, which, you know, it sounds ridiculous for me saying that, but yeah. that was my only option. Well, okay, I shouldn't say that. I literally didn't look at anything else. <laughs> I was like, I got a PhD program to go to. Okay, I guess I should do it. Uh-huh. But, so, okay, you were looking at PhD programs. So then how did you evaluate? Like, did you were just like, I need to get out of Cal. And so I want to look at programs outside of california or like what was your criteria to evaluate um i had one opportunity lovely <laughs> this is great you don't have analysis paralysis when you've only got the one choice which is awesome so that was boston university or yeah so i went to boston university for biomedical engineering for my phd damn so a year in um i remember sitting at my lab desk involuntarily crying because i was so so depressed wow. and i've never wow. felt that before and there were some things that helped too like i totally failed my there are exams you have to take i see to, qualifying exams, yes, right? qualifying yeah, yeah, exams yeah. to actually continue on your phd program i didn't study at all uh because i was like not into it yeah failed so it was a first checkpoint of like hey you're not doing something that you like but it didn't really occur to me i was just like oh shoot i just failed it whatever yeah, i'll yeah. try again and then this happened and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. All of the while, like actually doing really cool things for my graduate program, which made it even worse or it made it even more clear that I didn't want to do what I wanted to do. What were the cool things you were doing? Yeah. So I was in biomedical engineering, which is a vast array of a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. I happened to find myself in orthopedics at an orthopedic lab. And my project actually was a nasa medicine research project that's how it started because when you go into space your spine elongates by up to three percent and then when astronauts come back down the speed of compression is so much that a lot of times their necks they get herniated discs because of it oh whoa. or there's just something that happens with their spine or their neck but usually their neck whoa um and so they wanted to know what happens in space to your spine but to bring imaging equipment up into space is really difficult and the the only two ways really were a CT scan, so x-ray machine, or an MRI machine. But those are huge they're units. Huge, yeah. yeah, they're <laughs> huge units. And then you have to stay still in there. And so the idea was um, ultrasound was a very cheap and portable way to image the body. Uh -huh. It typically wasn't used for bone, but you can see the edges of the bone with 
ultrasound because it does not pass through solid material. Uh-huh. So in an ultrasound, you'll see just like pure white when it hits a bone. Uh-huh. So the idea was to see if you could use ultrasound portably in space to see what was happening Whoa. with astronauts' spines. Yeah. Holy crap. Uh, That's amazing. And I'll continue on. Like basically the project was like picked up by DOD because what actually happens is very similar for most people in the military. So Army, Navy, and Air Force. Because every single one of them wears a helmet on their head and always deals with constant oscillations or impact to their body in which their bodies are constantly compressing. So like an army person running around with a minimum 20 pounds of just helmet plus any extra gear, depending on what they did Uh um, and running around. Like you can imagine like your head's already 10 pounds. You add on even more. And now your neck has to deal with that with all of the running around and bobbing up and down. Navy people wearing helmets because the boats are, especially the fast boats are constantly hitting the water Uh and the impact is incredible to their bodies and, and their necks. And then, Air Force, Air Force. <laughs> pulling G's. They yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. Pull G's. Wow. Crazy compression. Yeah. But yeah, that was what my project was on, uh, was to actually then for the DOD figure out how to dynamically image the cervical spine, which is your neck, uh, to see what was happening in the field. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't obviously take an X-ray machine or an yeah. MRI machine and see what was happening. Um, and so it was to try and figure out how to use ultrasound, which is typically a 2D, mm-hmm. 2D imaging but using two of them. So if you use two of them, you can get a 3D image of oh. whatever you're trying to look at. Anyways, that was a project was trying to figure out how to do that wow. and if it was possible. See, it's funny because I know you said like you weren't passionate about like what you were doing. That's yeah. why you went to get your PhD. But yeah. the applied bit, like well, that's why when I'm thinking bi- bioengineering, it sounds like you did have a little bit of a passion for the application of what you were learning. A hundred percent. It was interesting stuff. Right. Um, but I hated doing the engineering work. Mm. I hated it so much. <laughs> it was, I did not, uh, actually, this is interesting, um, because what I was trying to do was figure out how to image the cervical spines of people. Mm. I would get deliveries of human cervical spines. So just Whoa. C1 through C7. And it would usually be like, you know, a lot of fat and skin that would have to tear off of the bone so I can get to it. And it was such a hard task. And I would do it before lunch. And I started building this. <laughs> oh, no. This uh, this connection between being hungry and tearing meat. Human meat. <laughs> <laughs> so be careful, Jason. Next time you see Kevin tearing human flesh off of a bone. Have some, I'm just hungry. <laughs> have a bag of chips ready or something, I guess. I was I was half expecting that story to be like, you're tearing the meat and flesh off the bones, and then you realize that there's a market for that on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's already there. They're already selling next to me. Um, I thought it was going to be like, I was tearing the flesh off the bone, and I felt nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I felt hungry instead. <laughs> um, so, yeah. okay, so you're... So, Man, so that's like kind of a crazy because I feel like everyone when they have that kind of epiphany moment, it's either like a aha moment or it's like a, I have hit the lowest that I think I could hit. It sounds like for you, it was was it the crying spontaneously or was it the like the 
the the exam not going the way you wanted it to go. It was the crying, like got it spontaneously for sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, so what was then the the like? So you did you identify it, and then were you like, okay, I need to change this, or were you like, did it take more time for you to figure that out? Um, I think immediately it was like, oh shit, I never felt this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should probably figure this out and and do something about it. So, uh, so what'd you do? And I quit. <laughs> oh, you did? Like on the, you were just like, I based, yeah, I, ca- I remember calling my mom and was like, I'm quitting my PhD program. Wow. And that was it. Yeah. And so I still took the two years to um, finish out my master's at least just to mm. sh- have something to show for so many years of yeah, yeah. whatever I did. Um, and also it was conveniently a good opportunity for me to figure out how to be a real adult also sooner yeah 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 so took like you know the year to figure out how to interview for a job right uh-huh, like uh-huh. Uh, i don't know that's it like that's it i don't even know yeah, how to yeah. interview for a job. yeah yeah <laughs> how did it feel at that point um, cathartic were you like nervous? yeah it was cathartic um after i decided to quit it was really nice actually there were a few moments that were actually it made me feel great that like i did it but also uh, had to move on but i got to go to a space conference then i think this was actually unintentionally my, the hi, one of the highlights of my life that I don't really talk about which is weird because I've like kind of shut a lot of these two years out of my life until recently I've unpacked a lot of it mm. but I went to space conference and there was going to be a secret speaker and the guy who was running the project before me who was a wannabe astronaut ended up bringing me to go meet somebody and it ended up being Neil Armstrong and uh, I was introduced as someone doing really cool science. And I was like, mm, <laughs> no. <laughs> but I got to shake his hand. Wow. Uh, That's awesome. And, and like talk to him a little bit. And uh, I didn't really understand like the gravitas of the moment at the time uh, because I was so in my head about just my own life. But yeah, yeah right. it was pretty cool. And he, he never divulges where he goes to speak because wherever he goes moon landing deniers will yep. come and oh i heard about that. and yeah. physically harass them him and that's why buzz aldrin buzz punched aldrin someone punched <laughs> yeah punched, uh, i would too yeah, like yeah, somebody yeah. being like you didn't go to the moon and you're someone who like stepped on the moon <laughs> yeah. dude i was oh dude i was i was literally literally there come <laughs> on i know uh anyways so yeah i think like to answer the question like i think it was very cathartic it allowed me to at least like see the positives at the moment too of what I had done and then be able to just move on and just put it behind me. So yeah. It's yeah. Kind, of like, kind of like a high water mark. You just be like, look, I did what I needed to do and now I'm going to move forward. Yeah. I think, uh, there's always a question somewhere of like, uh, what are you most proud of? Like sometimes on interview questions and uh-huh. what I answer is I quit my PhD. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Or I left, yeah, I left my PhD program. But that's courageous, though, right? Because I was saying I know a lot of people who just I mean, keep going. Not really. <laughs> no, like, okay, look, I would say okay, a lot more braver people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you saved the lives of a burning building victim. No, no, no. Not courageous in that sense, but it's I know a lot of people. Yeah. Who don't? Yeah. Have that moment. Have that internal conversation. And we'll continue to do that. Yeah, yeah. And they're so much further away from maybe what they really want to do. Especially Bay Asia, Bay Area Asian kids. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Bayesians. Bayesians. Yeah. <laughs> Those Bayesians, man. I thought Bayesians were Beyonce fan Asians, but I, I don't think, think they're Bay, like B-A-E Asians. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. I see. Um, but, but that's a big thing. Uh, like, again, I've talked to Jason about this. I've had moments like that when I was doing consulting. Because mm. I just remember that, that feeling of like, wow, I literally have never felt this low 
and this dejected ever. But then a year later, I was like, that is the best thing that could have ever happened to me. And yes. so yeah. I yes. want to see if you agree or not. Uh, yes. Agreed. <laughs> Hard yes. <laughs> cool. Uh, by the way, how many ping pong balls can fit in an aircraft? A well, Boeing? it depends on <laughs> the size of the aircraft. Well, can you explain to me the dimensions of the plane? Like, uh, what kind of plane? Already, a hundred people on board. Well, well, if there are three hundred twenty million people in America and there's a hundred million households in America at the same time, then. Uh, no, no, no. But you have to account for the ping pong balls you can put in those people's mouths. Mouth. Yeah. Yeah. How, how many chubby bunny <laughs> contestants are there? Uh, actually, trick question: How many of the hundred people have mouths? <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> I, the, so side tangent I did legit get this question in a consulting interview it was how many planes are in the sky right now Ugh, who cares wow and yeah. I said I said I could easily pull that up if you give me all the names of the airports and all the planes <laughs> I'm playing right now so so it sounds like you took that kind of final year to just prepare so what what did what you prepare did you for yeah. yeah yeah okay so um, I'll say this and I'll never say this to his face but um, we have a good mutual friend named Fred, who mm-hmm. um, also we swam with. Um, yeah. He's one of my best friends to this day still. And uh, at the time, I was really uh, into dance music. I was blowing up. And mm-hmm. he was like, hey, if you like this, like, actually, we have another high school friend who started a blog called Dancing Astronaut. And they're just track posting and building so many eyeballs, like the biggest blog out there. And they made $0 on it. And they wanted to start making money off of all the eyeballs. And so he was like, hey, I'm going to go and start figuring that out. And you should just come and do this. Like, there's literally no stress. And who it doesn't work. It doesn't works. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, and so he pulled me in to do that. And I learned what a click-through rate was for mm-hmm. the first time in my life. C-T-R. Uh, first of all, no <laughs> one should have to know it. It's yeah, the stupidest no. <laughs> thing in the world. Uh, but anyways, learned what that was. And I learned about standard... Uh, display banner sizes uh-huh. i can't remember anymore but you know the typical <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. banner ads the, the square dimensions. one on the sidebars yeah. um and that's what we sold we just sold that to record labels to music events and uh and that's how we made a bunch of money for the blog and that was my introduction to anything business mm-hmm. like oh. outside of my hustles that i was doing in Got college it. and so through that was really interesting because what then happened was I spent a year practicing how to interview. I literally like, I purposely did consulting interviews. Those are like the pinnacle of interviews. And if you can do one of those, then you can do interviews anywhere else, right? Mm -hmm. I still sucked at those, but that helped me with all my other interviews. I ended up getting a job to run mobile marketing campaigns before those were even a thing. Mm -hmm. And it was a company that was like on the forefront and pushing the actual marketing aspects of it, digital marketing aspects of it, and also the technology side of things. And that's how really where my tech career has now mm-hmm. gotten. I shouldn't say blossom, but I don't know, gone somewhere. <laughs> and that was, was that Fixu? Or? Yeah, it's a company okay. called Fixu. And now you're basically building your own like skill set as a product manager now. No, right? not even. I was basically, I was, my job title was client performance manager in which some company would come. I, I worked in the games team, essentially managing all the games clients. It was like Zynga. Tiny Town, if uh, I think it was Tiny Town, oh, I can't yeah, remember. EA, a lot of big, those are big, big mobile games. game companies. Yeah. yeah, and they would just throw us money, and my job was to be like, okay, we have three million dollars. Where can I spend this as fast as possible? Literally, what I just said. Like, wow, I, that's what I would do, um, and that was my job. Um, 
So that's all I was doing, and I was like, my brain is melting. Like I'm not doing anything. Like it's becoming super smooth. I need to do something technical at least. Yeah. And so luckily, I had the opportunity to work with my boss at the time to start the our business intelligence like team to essentially like troll through a lot of our data and make it available for the team I was on, sales team, marketing team. First of all, I didn't know what any of this was before I joined. I had to figure out what a marketing team was. I had to figure out what marketing was. I had to figure out what <laughs> figure out what, what a team was. Uh, yeah, exactly. It was, it was a lot. There's uh, a lot of people sitting near me. Why, why is <laughs> that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, anyways, so I ended up doing that and got a little bit bored, but got lucky and was working with the product team. Um, and I knew one of the product managers I was working closely with was leaving like I was kind of like the business analyst doing the uh, analysis on some of the new products that were coming out mm. and so I knew one of them was going to go to business school and he hadn't told anyone yet so I was like okay cool I'm just gonna weasel my way into this because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with my life and it seemed like something I wanted to do do you do you think that um it, it's just a matter of like coincidence and luck that you got on this path and it happened to be fulfilling or like enjoyable for you? Or do you think like, honestly, it could have been any number of things that happened to just like get you out of, you know, the academic world? Yeah. And I mean, I think generally it was a lot of luck and finding myself in the right places mm -hmm. and having good friends. Like, I think that's really at the end of the day, how I describe how I was able to get into those positions. But yeah. it's so, it was so much luck. Like it was luck that, uh, Fred was going through the same thing as mm -hmm. I was. It was luck that I got a job at this tech company mm -hmm. knowing absolutely nothing. Like I just said, I didn't know what marketing was and mm -hmm. I was supposed to be doing yeah. marketing. <laughs> uh, and then I, the, the, the company itself was luckily a place where it really fostered a lot of like early 20s, like networking. Mm -hmm. And we just went all the time, like became really good friends. Like to this day, there's still some of my deepest networks. I will say most of the jobs I've gotten have been because of my yeah. fix network as well. Yeah. Um, and so that was lucky. I was lucky enough to be able to get into product management. Um, I probably would have fallen into it at some point, but that was like pretty early on that someone gave me the opportunity and was like, hey, I think yeah. you're good enough to do this. Yeah. And so that was pretty lucky too. Mm. So I don't know. I, I just feel like I'm floating around most of the uh. time and like, <laughs> you know, tapping the right things so yeah yeah, yeah. At, at this point do you feel like you have more solid foundation like you're like this is actually something i want to do and so you have more of a drive to actually move the move forward within this realm yeah uh for sure especially in product management and in tech and it was uh i got to a point where it was i was comfortable faking it till i made it uh-huh that's huge yeah like realizing very early on that, that's really that all it is right the fact that yeah. still do. the rule yeah. is no one knows what they're doing at every moment of the time like yeah. 100%. If, you, if i learned that at 22 i would have been way more successful oh i see <laughs> you know what I mean? like it's just because you think oh no no like it's because they have uh experience or oh no yeah they went to this school or they no one knows. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I bet it's similar to you being a parent right now too. Oh, no one knows. Yeah. Like, they're like, my son's like, why can't I? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like we thought our sure. parents knew what they were doing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, like, but I, mean, I might be overgeneralizing this, but it is totally true. That's all businesses. It's yeah. about confidence, and it's about just like being able to seem like an expert, and you'll be good. Yeah, it's got me this far. Yeah. <laughs> 
Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, so what does, what triggered you to want to leave Fixu then? Um, we were getting to a point where the company was like 300 people. I started when it was like maybe 80 or 90. And the company just wasn't the same. And I think it was just time. Mm. It was time to try something else. I think I used to say I hated Boston, but I do have very fond memories of it now. Mm. But I didn't like it a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? Like, why don't we try something new? Um, and my partner, Sam, at the time, she grew up in the Northeast and she was like, I'm out of here. And I was like, okay, cool. And, uh, oh, actually, at the time, so Dancing Astronaut was really big and there was so much excitement and uh, around it that there were a few big entertainment companies that were buying up a lot of different things. And actually, what I was counting on was there's a big... Uh, events company called insomniac that runs edc if you've heard electric daisy yeah. or whatever it's all the crazy whatever weird shit that you see uh on instagram but we had a letter of intent to actually buy us out <gasps> which was awesome whoa. and i was like whoa actually like we spent four years doing this like mm-hmm. making this work and someone wants to buy us out the letter of intent i had a job offer from that letter of intent and so i was like you know what like screw it and so a health tech company had gotten to me while I was at Fixu, and I was like, hey, do you want a job? And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm waiting for this thing to close. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fine. I'll go work at a health tech company that wants to pay me like 50% more. I'll just well, bump my salary now. Yeah. Knowing that I was going to quit in two months. <laughs> and I quit in two months. Uh-huh. And then oh, I moved well. to Denver. And then the deal fell apart. So uh, I had no job. Oh, no. <laughs> Anyways, so that uh, brought me to Denver <laughs> with no be, job. Because that company was based in Denver? No, it was. we were allowed to be anywhere. It was remote. Oh, yeah. okay. oh wow. We were allowed to be anywhere. So oh. I was like, okay, cool. I'll go to Denver. Yeah. Um, so now you're in Denver. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> now you're Denver. Now I'm in Denver. Midwest Boston. Yeah. Got it. Uh, they would hate, everyone would hate it if anyone called you or heard you call it. Yeah, <laughs> Jason. <laughs> Funny thing is that we have west. Uh, west. 95% <laughs> of our listening audience is from Denver. So, <laughs> Well, Seattle is West Boston, right? <laughs> So, you, know, you gotta, you gotta do, you know, you gotta differentiate somehow. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, so in uh, Denver, I got a job somehow. Uh, yeah, it was through a referral from a high school friend Whoa. that I didn't really know mm-hmm. that well, actually. Um, but it was at a, oh my god, uh, I can't believe I know all this stuff. Email marketing tech company that my job was managing a whitelist of. Uh, four spam filters um, of IP addresses so that the mail that was sent from those IP addresses would make it into the inbox instead of yeah, the spam yeah. box. Instead of spam. <laughs> it was not Google because Google has their own spam filters yeah. and they wouldn't work with this. So anyways, incredibly boring. And I was like, nope. And I noped right out of that uh, into a cannabis tech company. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because Colorado and Washington were the first two states to, to legalize. legalize in the U.S. Wow. So there were a lot of tech companies out there focused on cannabis. What's cannabis tech? Uh, it's it's a weed plant, you, but it's a robot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys define it first, please. <laughs> okay. I want to take the same bio versus bioengineering. So it's like conceptually, do I want to smoke weed? And then the tech part of it is. I'm going to build a robot to smoke the weed for me. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. we go. Okay, Jason. 
Well, I do like the idea of a plant that's a robot. Anyways, well, my definition of it is that it was um, no big tech company that was in retail or e-commerce was willing to work with the cannabis industry. So it was a bunch of random people who saw an opportunity. And so a lot of cannabis tech was actually technology and software focused on everything from seed to retail to um, dispensary. So it was growers, manufacturers, distributors, dispensaries. And it's extremely regulated across all of those uh, business types. I see. And so it was software at any point in that transaction flow. It's just like a value. Basically, it's it's like enabling the value chain, right? So you exactly. Just, oh, I never. Okay, it was su- a supply chain of all of it, all the way to you going in and buying it. See, cannabis tech sounds a lot sexier than the cannabis heck? supply chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a part of it, right? And so the yeah. company I worked for actually was a, it was a company called Masters, and it was uh, a social media um, platform that, frankly, was just straight up Instagram for weed, like. Mm-hmm. Our founders did not like us calling it that, but that's what it was. Like, <laughs> come on. Uh, but at the time, it was still, like now people are very open on Twitter, or Facebook, any social media. Like people are so open about talking about smoking and getting right. high, right? Yeah. Like or mentioning it, whatever. Yeah. Back then, it was still super like looked down upon. You didn't yeah. want your 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 boss to see yeah. or whatever. Or well, legally parents. too, because you're to your point, legally, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Because it wasn't that's totally. True. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And so we were a platform essentially for a lot of. Um, connoisseurs, so to speak, to kind of con- connect with each other and kind of talk about different products and what they wanted to use it for and whatever. But it was just straight up post pictures and a comment and like other people's stuff. And mm. you get all the other social media stuff that you usually see. Like we saw a lot of really gross things that <laughs> came through <laughs> sometimes because we had to monitor what the content was. <laughs> so you chose this over email marketing? <laughs> I know. Imagine telling my mom that what? What, I what was the reaction? Uh, no, I. Uh, I mean, luckily, I have parents that just let me figure out what I needed to figure out. Yeah. Um, they gave me a lot to do. When well, my mom gave me a lot to do when I was younger, but yeah. she knew when to take the foot off the gas pedal. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Which is actually very different than a lot of our parents. So atypical, parents. for yeah. sure. Knowing when to let go just for any parent, regardless of Asian or not, sure, like sure, that's sure, hard. Sure. Yeah. I mean, for an Asian parent, it's impossible. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I still to this day don't think they understand what I was doing, but uh, yeah. Man, so, okay. So how was that experience? <laughs> I'm sure it was... Yeah, so I mean, um, there are a lot of interesting things I learned. Um, I learned a lot about cannabis, like er- like mm-hmm. so much about weed. But what was more more interesting was actually like the people around our business because it was a penny stock company and it was a weed company, and so we had a lot of like dirty sleazebag investors uh, who were keeping us afloat. And I no. I learned how all of it worked and how all of like how sleazy white men make a lot of money in this country. Um, And there was, you could basically track all of our different times that we were raising because what would happen is we would just have to go to them and say, shoot, we're running out of money. Give us some money, allow them to basically sell immediately at like a 10% discount. Who wouldn't take that? And so all the investors would come and you could just see the staircase of our stock price come down. Uh, come down. Uh-huh. Luckily, there was a lot of like weed speculation at the time. We were the only cannabis tech right. company oh. 
to like invest in. And so like we were able to basically make all these guys super rich. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was like a very interesting aspect to right. seeing the business. So you're right. saying it's through like market manipulation is 100%. how a lot of these people, And actually yeah. there was a, a few years ago, there was actually a uh, case against all the investors for truly manipulating the market where they have messages where they wow. talk to each other and say, absolutely do not sell now, sell now, buy now. And actually, like coordinate. Wow. Oh, so this is all this is all public information, to, right? Specific yes. to that okay. company. Yes. To Massroots. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Were uh, they talking about it on the platform? Uh, no. Oh my god, that would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. <laughs> I just want to make sure you don't get in any no, legal no, no. trouble. This is all sure public okay. information. Cool. Yeah, it's all public information. Yeah. I can't wait to get to top five. <laughs> that is so yeah. Right. We haven't even really talked about the craziest part of the story. Yeah, I guess so, I don't even know. Yes. Yeah, okay. Okay. So sorry. So we're now past. Job two of like seven, I think. <laughs> so, so okay, so you 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 leave Masters, and now you are like, did you leave for like, did you transition immediately to the new job, or was it like? Uh, so I left and started a company with a few people from the cannabis industry days, where we were essentially taking data from legislation, which is a lot of business inf- like data yeah. in there, and pulling it out so that you can visualize it and use it as business intelligence data. Wow. Um, For example, how many grow licenses are allowed? How many distributor licenses are allowed? How many have been taken? Where are they they located? Um, A lot of information, actually. And all of it is uh, in either static PDFs, HTML websites, some legislation platform, Whatever the county or city want, like how they were yeah. operating in yeah. California, like yeah. mainly California was a big market. But anyways, that's what we were doing. Failed miserably. I learned yeah. a lot, but that was like it's like part the verbiage of too, right? Because you have to extract all yes. this super yes. legalese. Yes. It's just like what interpretation? The? Yeah, too. yeah. Oh, so much Latin. You got to learn dead languages. Just, just, like, just English. Yeah, actually, I have no idea. That oh, was not okay. that was not my, my part of the job. Oh yeah, the legislation. Right. Yeah, I just know that like a lot of law terms are in Latin, right? No, no, like, you're, you're right. Am you're I right? right? You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, cool. A okay. lot of English is Latin. Cannabis is yeah. probably Latin. Right? Cannabis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah say what it's so it American. What does, it mean, what does it mean though? <laughs> I don't, dude. Yeah. I don't even know if it's Latin. I just making it Latin American Latin. I don't think. Hey. Okay. So blockchain. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into that. In 2013, when I was at Fixu, there was this like work chat thing called HipChat. Um, and so all the engineers were using it. And at one point, somebody in that chat was like, go buy Bitcoin. It's a perfect time to buy it right now. And I was like, what is this? I had, 200, I had like $200 in my savings that I could like spend. And I was like, well, I should probably invest this somewhere. Because I had no idea how to invest money really at the time either. Like, I think I ha- owned some mutual fund that I had no idea what was in it and I was just like you're supposed to buy one right and mm-hmm. so I did you're supposed to yes yeah. <laughs> you're supposed I want to confirm yeah. you you did it right you're supposed to right. but it was the wrong one was it a good one no <laughs> then you bought the wrong one <laughs> very simple I mean that's really how crypto yeah. works yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways like I, I put in the $200 I had and then of course it drops to like 20 bucks or whatever uh, and I was like well shit uh, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I have no idea what I just bought. <laughs> Something called Bitcoin. And, um, but then I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to treat this as tuition. Like, I paid money 
that now I should learn about what I <laughs> invest quote unquote in invest in. This is called reverse investing. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. You have to you have to put money in first you before you You've got to gotta have a stake. Yeah, exactly. You got to then learn. How do you keep learning if you didn't already put money into it? That's how college works. Right? Well, yeah, if you think about it, it's a pretty damning statement about the way our educational system works. <laughs> yeah. Yo, 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 give me money. No, this is worth it. You know, yeah, no, yeah, for yeah. Sure is worth it. Now you can learn. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, so I learned a lot about uh, blockchain and Bitcoin for you know a few years. Then 2015 came around, and I was like, okay, I kind of got it. But what was really exciting about it was like my entire academic like career plus schooling was just learning math and science. I didn't learn a single da- other damn thing in school, which I really, other than when I actually went to New Zealand and like studied abroad for six months, I was like. Yeah. No math and science, other than like ecology course where we got to like go and like look at plants all day long. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but anyways, like I never learned anything else. And what was really nice about what that brought to me was like I learned finance terms. Mm-hmm. I learned how trading worked. I learned how superficially hardware works. I learned superficially about AI. I learned superficially about like government, yeah. democracy a lot of just topics that generally I did not touch at all. Mm-hmm. And it just was like this awesome rabbit, like tons of rabbit holes that I could yeah. just get sucked into mm-hmm. and like learn for the first time and like actually learn by myself, which, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of people like to say they're autodidacts, which I fucking hate <laughs> by the way. Like <laughs> someone's teaching you. Okay. <laughs> No one just learns on their own. I learn best when someone is teaching me. <laughs> yes. It's like, what? Uh, like so many people will call themselves autodidacts on LinkedIn or whatever. I'm like, I yeah. don't want see it. Anyways, like I, but I did like absorb a lot of information on the internet about all, a lot of different things. Then the bull market happened. I made a good, a, lot, a good amount of money from it. Not like fuck you money, but like a good chunk that made me feel good. And then 2017 blew up yeah. uh, afterwards. I actually didn't even sell stuff at like the top. I sold it way beforehand. Uh. And then it like went crazier and then the bull market like popped. And so afterwards, like a lot of just noise disappears, which is a good thing. Um, I have a very skeptical view of blockchain and crypto. A healthy, I take a really healthy skeptic approach. And so finally I was like, you know what? I think I can take my skill set into the industry because it was like a developer's playground and i was just seeing i was like nobody actually was like really building for anybody else other than quote unquote crypto natives or people who have been around for a long time like myself and actually have like interacted with a lot of different things not just like buying it on coinbase or whatever yeah anyway so i was like you know what i'm going to join an agency that was based in denver and use my skill set learn more about blockchain and how people were thinking about it and see a variety of different things but what I ended up realizing was that we were still just building for crypto natives. Like there was nothing that oh, I was okay. seeing that I was like, oh, this is going to be something that my friends who aren't going to spend the time to learn all this stuff are going to use. Yeah. I was like, absolutely not. Like not even my friends who largely would be more tech enabled or mm-hmm. uh, more comfortable with it. So and I, don't, I wanted to actually like try to build something that people actually use. Like <laughs> scale it, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Not just mm-hmm. like. A thousand, two thousand people using something. Right, so, right. so that was the yeah. impetus for you to leave that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still like a general hobby of mine, and I oh. still keep on top of news and what's developing and what comes out. And I participate 
by using the different things that come out. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're, yeah. you're, you're basically like a like bleeding edge user then for it. Like yes. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. A lot of, again, I can't wait for the top five. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I, I was wanted to just ask, what is the blockchain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're like a little too far into it now. Yeah. Um, we should bring him back to just have a special topic about the blockchain. Well, so actually like what well, I can, I can do this, which is like, I don't know if it's, it's, it's a really big topic. I don't know if it's necessarily something that's worth like going super deep on here, Yeah. but generally like if we talk about Bitcoin, like why it was so revolutionary to a lot of people is that it was the first time that something was created to basically trade value between people in which you didn't have to trust a third party. You could just uh, you sorry, you didn't have to trust anyone. And the mechanism for basically taking away the need to trust was the usage of or wasting, depending on your opinion, of energy for computational resources. And that's like a super high level of what Bitcoin is and why it's so revolutionary. And still to this day, like that is the only thing that has, in my opinion, like kept its value proposition and mm-hmm. still works. Like mm-hmm. trillions of dollars do actually move over this thing. Like I have a friend right now who is from Argentina and used to use Bitcoin as a way to Transfer. bring money back to Argentina very easily. Like it works and it is still the only thing that works. Uh, outside of all the other stuff like nfts all this other shit that i don't know still if Mm -hmm. it actually will work okay Um, so that's where you you said you had like a skepticism about it it's about it's about all that other stuff yeah it's it's what's exciting is that it has a really because of the way it works and like the boom and bust of how they you you can call it ponzi scheme or whatever right but it's it brings in financial incentives to like really try an idea out really fast and have it either fail or find something that works from it. Mm. And so like quote unquote innovation can happen really, really fast in those moments. And that's what I see is interesting about it. Even though when I look at all this stuff, I'm like, I don't know why we need this. Like, I don't use Venmo. I don't know. Like why, why do I need to use Bitcoin? Like you can ask 10 different people and they will give you 10 different answers because there's so many different ways to come at this that like first of all there are way smarter people than me that work on this stuff i just happen to be like a hobbyist really at the end yeah. of the day yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. honestly th- i think of blockchain like the way you described it is the way i think of like communism why just th- like principally it's like oh it sounds all oh, great right oh, but oh, then oh, it's oh, like oh. how do you look at it do you look at it in terms of like ideology do you look at it in terms of a government do you look at it in terms of like yeah yeah so you yeah, can like yeah. interpret it in a lot of different ways and like yeah. you like you said Yes, 10 different people about communism, you're going to get potentially 10 different answers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's just like... What you want to be, what you, I'm sure everyone wants to steer away from is the person that is really into it, that uses it as a intellectual super, superior. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let, we'll talk offline, but I'm, yeah, I, uh, I have a couple folks I have to block on. <laughs> so, social media platforms. Yeah. It's just, the, it's just the, the verbiage is just like, it's cultish. I'm not going to lie. It's like... Yeah. This is the way. I'm like, yeah. A lot of people thought things were the way. And yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't yeah. turn out the way you think it's gonna yeah, turn exactly. out. Like, it's scary. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it really is. But that's why I compared to communism because that communism in like the 19th century, right, is th- this revolutionary idea of oh, you know, give power back to the people and mm-hmm. like conceptual, right? I feel like it's always just a different form, just as It'll humanity come evolves. Back. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Anyway. I, I, I. Considering this is a podcast of largely Asian people, every time you say communist, I feel like uh, 
We're yeah, gonna, we're gonna get attacked. That's what, <laughs> right, but, you, but, but what I'm saying is that I yeah. do you like freedom or not? Yeah. Oh. Like the sensors are like oh, you know true, yeah, they're yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know who's great? Mao. <laughs> um, no, I'm, but but that's but that's my point. Is like you can like you look at it how you you know my, your lens, which is gonna be really different from someone in Venezuela who's talking about communism. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but yeah. 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 And every single bull market cycle, like there's this transition people take, which I saw in myself too, where as soon as you learn it, you become this person where you're like trying to tell everybody about it and Evangelize. everything is so cool. And, um, and then you start getting broken down more and more and more until like the pinnacle of where I think I am now is like, I absolutely don't want to fucking talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, stick around. It's a trigger word. Well, cause stick around because we're about to talk about it. <laughs> it's like blockchain. Fuck. I don't. I don't even know what it is. Well, well, <laughs> well, Never heard of it. First of all, we should stop talking about blockchain and maybe talk about what's possible. Oh. Yeah, okay. So that was a great lead-in because no one knows that I have the document in front of me. So after blockchain, where did you go? Yeah, so after that, I uh, was moving to Seattle just because I was so sick of Denver. Like, Denver was pretty boring after a while. Um, And so both Sam and I decided to move to Seattle just because we could. We could take our jobs anywhere. I ended up leaving the agency. Actually, no, I got laid off because it basically died. Um, uh-huh. as I was moving. So it's another one. <laughs> Move, have a job, psych, have a thing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a pattern. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just like, Do right, that really well. <laughs> I guess so. Maybe that is my <laughs> title. That's the topic. Is move, have a job, just kidding, psych. psych. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys seen the movie Edge of Tomorrow? No. It's like, uh, wake up, live, die, repeat. Oh, like, oh it's like, it's that's a, it's a that re- yeah, yeah. That should be like the tag for his podcast. <laughs> Um, yeah, actually that might be work. Um, but I think, uh, so then I wanted to, I was just looking for a job. I had no goal. I was like, okay, what's cool on Seattle? Must be a lot of startups. Nope. It's, it's Microsoft and Amazon. It's a bunch of big tech companies with a bunch of risk averse people who like to go work at big tech companies. Yeah. Those guys are lame. He He hated it. Yeah. I mean, who would still work for a... Yeah, yeah, actually. (laughs) Um, But yeah, there were not a lot of startups there. uh, But there were a few that were doing cool things. And one of the companies that was there was Possible Finance. And what we were trying to do was to try to make payday loans better. Mm -hmm. So it was really hard for... It is really hard for people with really bad credit scores to get any sort of credit, right? The only place is a payday lender um, who'll charge you a lot of interest plus a lot of fees. And usually you have to pay back your next paycheck, which is usually in two weeks. So mm-hmm. like if you don't, if you need two hundred dollars now, you probably need it in two weeks. And so what happens is people just keep taking out this two hundred dollars over and over again and pay that high interest every two weeks, yeah. which is not great for people. So that's the debt cycle. And then what we want to do is try to break it. So we took that and we were like, okay, one, we're not going to use a credit score to ever make a decision on you because it's it doesn't make sense for people who have pretty volatile financial lives. Yeah. And so what we were using was people's bank account transactions. This is not a secret. Like this is just how what everyone okay. does nowadays mm-hmm. um, to better understand people's um, ins and outs. Yeah. In and outs 
from month to month, uh-huh. like, and not like a oh. holistic view. So oh, like, okay. you can see I like see. the balance, like what's going in, I, what's yeah. going out, and then be able to make decisions on so, with, if someone can pay you back. Yeah. This seems very like altruistic. Like, I think if that's the, again, in principle. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, okay. Oh, no. So oh, let's no. go into this. Oh, now. no. <laughs> oh, no. Why would you? Uh, I mean, so, I mean, you're right, right? Like we, we, we were still high risk, we're a high risk lender. So we had to be able to make our money back. And right. that was through high interest. So we were still charging like 20 to 25%. We were just not doing all the other bad stuff. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because, you know, you seem very rooted uh, academically in science, but you're in so many industries where there's a very human aspect. So on paper, I'd be like, this dude's just like super science. Uh, yeah, product, yeah, yeah. you know, very tech related, but in reality, you're really covering a lot of interesting topics. Yeah, you, like, and I feel like that's almost how you're getting an education on things that you weren't necessarily. Hundred percent. That's actually maybe that's another way to put this is like actually my career is my way of actually learning outside yeah. of college. That's sh- so you are an autodidactic oh. person, then. Oh. <laughs> I guess my LinkedIn. <laughs> how do you spell didactic again? I'm, yeah. I'm gonna make that the name of this episode. Just, Autodidact- just so- <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh man. Okay. So uh, so that, I guess that brings us to today then, right? Yeah. So we are we left we left possible. Now we're going to impossible. No. <laughs> You're at impossible food no, stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm making robot plants. Yes. Yeah. Again. More edible. <laughs> I'm making robot plants more edible. Do you know why? Because robot plants right now, not that edible. No. Yeah. They have no. this medley taste. Yeah. That I just can't get out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so now I actually work in a very related, still fintech and lending, much more boring. Uh, I like where I am right now, where it is boring. And um, it's basically providing financing for um, in-person services. So right now, like there's like a firm's... The buy now, pay later Buy stuff. now, pay later stuff. Yep. Uh, oh. So what we're focused on is actually paying for services that um, I don't want to say need because I don't have an opinion on what people spend their money on mm. but things like home services or mm. legal services or veterinary it, bills oh, okay. or dental so like services that like most people are spending either straight cash or and pretty big dollar big amounts. dollar amount that's yeah sorry that was the main thing was like generally it's like four thousand dollars plus is yeah. kind of like roughly what uh-huh. people are paying for these services uh there's kind of a digitization moment for small businesses of these kinds too. Like a lot of them still operate on pen and paper. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And so there's a digi- digitization movement. And so we are integrated as a way for someone to choose financing as they're checking out mm-hmm. of an invoice. They're paying an invoice. Mm-hmm. They can just take out a loan. It's part yeah. of the flow. Like the, exactly. so the, the out of, like your checkout flow. Right? Exactly. So you'd be like, okay, I want to get this, get this. Oh, by the way, you can finance. Yeah. This, yeah, yeah. That. So that's, that's what I do now. And um, so, yeah. Wow. I, f- I find that funny that you think that's the boring thing that you work on. Oh, it is super boring. <laughs> Whatever, dude. It's it's more straight and narrow than the other. Yeah. Than the other you things. Want, you want to tell yeah. you want to you want Jason to tell you what he worked on at Microsoft and what I work on at Google because we could do that. Let's do yeah. it. You want some real boring stuff? Let's do it. <laughs> do you want to be in a meeting where somebody literally takes a ruler to the screen <laughs> to oh ma- to make sure the button is in the right place? No. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is yeah, a let's, lot. Let's this not is, go there. Yeah. No, no, no. I was going to say, yeah. I was going to, I'm just kidding. But um, I, that was very extensive. I mean, that was a lot. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, but it was extensive in a way that, like, I don't know. It's just kind of like you, you hit your low 
faster than I hit Milo, and oh, I'm really? like kind of jealous of that. I would like. Wait, can you give? Well, a so, shot? yeah, we could. We, we talk. Well, I just for me, it was just like Milo was. I thought like I did. I didn't want the finance route, so I was like finance, and I was like okay. Then I went to business school, and I was like, okay, if I go to mm. business school, I needed like kind of the same mind as like. Okay, I need to do consulting because I want to get into tech eventually or I go straight to tech. Right. And I was like, so I got a consulting job. I was like, okay, consulting is where I need to do. I need to put in my time. And I remember I was just like, year one, like I had this one project. I just like, it, I like remember similar to you. I remember I was like on an Excel spreadsheet <laughs> working on some, I forgot what it was. It's probably like some integration, like headcount thing. And I just remember like tears oh, coming man. down my face Why as I'm doing so this. Blurry? And it was like, <laughs> no, I said that. I was like, my 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 wife, she was like like my eyes were burning because I'd been staring at the screen for hours. Like I'd gone off of a, uh, I was on a project in Baltimore. I'd flown home, immediately got off, started working on the lift, got home, sat, worked for like nine hours, didn't say hi to my wife, and then she finally came in. And she's like, shit. I was like, I, I just remember she she had it was like four a.m. and she had to tell me, you have to take a shower. Oh God! Like I had landed, literally sat down in my clothes that I still was doing. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "You have to." Like she forced me, and I was like, "This is <laughs> this damn. is my low." Like, damn, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, yeah, but, but what I'm saying is that. So again, at the time, I was like, "Wow, this really sucks." Yeah, but yeah, now yeah. I'm just like, "Holy crap!" Like it gave me a lot more perspective. Yeah. And I think I'm kind of jealous of you because <laughs> you hit that when you were like 22. Because, because I was I'm, so much better at swimming. Yeah, later. I know. <laughs> Seriously, that's exactly it's because why, he's man. faster. It all goes back Someone, to you know what? Fastest 50 time go. <laughs> um, but but I but I but my I think what's cool is that because it it the the kind of low came so early, like everything else after that has been freaking fascinating. Because like you have there's a levity that you have or just like so this perspective where you're just like. Okay, I know I'm doing this as a job, but like I know what I'm trying to get out of it. And like there is like a intention behind like everything you're doing. So when you, something feels amiss, you're not going to be like, "Well, I just need to suffer through it because that's what I need to do." <laughs> it's like, "No, I I know how I the story." I wonder is. how much of it is me retelling the story in my head and it being uh, sounding or now like narratively you're just yeah, like, you're just like that's, that's, that's a huge but part of just like living yeah, and like and coping that's, yeah. And, yeah. 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 the nice thing is that i don't i'm like not worried about you like oh, I'm, thank you. i feel like in the future you're just gonna be like if this doesn't work out i just, just go do something else i'm gonna go hit up my other friend <laughs> who started i just have to startup. move i just you have, have to move, move. I don't so lose job. <laughs> <laughs> um no i appreciate like you saying that it's like a fascinating narrative i i i've i think it it's taken me a long time to accept or not. Maybe that's the wrong word. Like to embrace. I say, I think embrace that. Maybe there is something interesting about how I've taken my life because actually like, okay, here's something that stuck with me a long time. And I actually don't know if Jenny would even remember this, but you, you had Jenny on probably mm-hmm. a while back. Yeah. Um, I forgot what, she, what her, her uh, pregnancy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Anyways, she moved to Saratoga from Boston. She was like, so sick of us like having lived in a bubble our entire life right yeah, like, she yeah. makes a lot of comments all the time uh-huh. and uh which is fine nowadays i'm like she right <laughs> <laughs> back then i was like shut up <laughs> um, it was the best we had the best experience um, uh but i remember her actually saying um once i think like we were all applying for colleges and she was like i feel so bad for a lot of people who grew up in saratoga because how are they going to write an interesting state like college statement? Yeah. And she's right. Like my college statements were horrendous. 
so boring, so cookie cutter. I'm sure they saw 10 million. That's why I went to Berkeley because I basically was one of the 10,000 people in my class, right? Mm -hmm. But that stuck with me. And I think it stuck with me for a long time. And it was never a goal of mine to figure out how to be interesting, but it took a long time for me to embrace that like, oh, I am a being living life and experiencing it. Yeah. Finally, like it is my perspective on the world, even if it's the same thing that I'm seeing that other people are. Yeah. That's interesting. And I think that's been like something that has actually... I'm in a much happier place because of that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm so, gonna tell Jenny this. So someday. Jenny was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was right. Jenny. <laughs> no, no, no. Jenny was wrong. Saratoga's the best. That's why we're sitting in Saratoga right now, twenty plus years later. Since we... <laughs> and she's back in Boston. So. That's right. <laughs> Look at her. If you don't want to be in Saratoga, then go ahead and leave. <laughs> yeah. Wow. This is great. Yeah. Good. Cool. This is um, very enjoyable. I think, yeah, now's a good time to, to pivot should, into... Yeah. I think, well, we just learned so much from you, Kevin, yeah. that now it's time for your pop quiz. So... Oh, okay. Um, you have your number two pencil. Yeah. You have your Scantron in front of you. Yeah. Okay, great. I mean, Kevin was very good at school. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I know. Ke- I, All he did was study, so I this is going to be great. I bet you, like, the only Give people- me a circle, oval, I will... Ooh, oh. I will... Start with the outside... And you work your way into the middle. Ooh, I, I do opposite. I start on the inside what? and work my way out. <laughs> what I do is I, I draw a box. <laughs> Screw your conventions. I'm not going to bubble your oval. I'm going to bubble you, your rectangle. You draw a box and then you erase the yeah. oh, I got it. I got oh it. God. Holy okay. shit. <laughs> okay, our first pop quiz is called Top 5. So uh, we would like to ask you, what are your top five tips for crypto? <laughs> Fuck. I tried to think of these. I don't know if I can give. Okay. Or I just don't know what to say. Oh, okay. Well, unless unless you have thoughts around what would what should I buy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry, two questions. What should I buy and what when should, should I sell? sell? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I feel I mean, yeah, like okay, I'm listening. Depends if direct- talk slowly and spell it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, direction, I don't know, directionally, like top five tips for people who are trying to get into investing in crypto. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. 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 Like, okay. What should you read? What should you look at? What should you, oh, yeah. you know, okay. Okay. What, what should uh, you buy? I don't know. Things <laughs> more practically, like, you know, like platforms um, you should use, you know? Yeah. Okay. So I think, um, number one, uh, learn, I think learn about Bitcoin. Like that's where mm-hmm. it started. And that's like the genesis of a lot of the ideas of blockchain it was the genesis of the blockchain like actually mm-hmm. was it like a yeah. first like document or first there's website? a white paper that you can read oh, okay. which is a great jumping off point for a lot of random topics like uh the goal that i had when i first started was can i teach someone what bitcoin is in as few words as possible and have them still understand dude um and that was, I think that's my number one tip. Like, do that. Like, uh, if you want to learn more about it. Um, I think at the end of the day, like, like the mistake I made was just putting money into something because yeah. someone else told me to. Yeah. It's just so easy to not know anything. Like, yeah. 
That's fine. If you want to do that, great. I don't care. But like, that's I don't know why you would be listening to top five yeah, <laughs> tips, yeah. right? Like, just go buy it and go. Just as a reminder, Kevin is not an investment advisor and do, he is not dispensing financial advice. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Um, number two, I think like get your get an account on Coinbase. Like that's like the easiest thing. Check. <laughs> Whoa, I really? Do. Uh, yeah. Wow. Number two. So you got to number two before I number one. To I told you to do number one. <laughs> no, no, but that's what I'm saying. You said not to learn about it. You got to get the account first, then invest. Then you yeah, need yeah. to learn it. We're not saying this is sequential. Um, so Coinbase has actually a lot of educational stuff around crypto in general. Like they have blogs. They have a lot of learning material. Like, um, like I like go learn, go figure shit out, and find things that are interesting to you and if they are great keep learning about it um don't uh well some people like to just choose what's the cutest uh and then buy it that's what you should tell me probably she bought all the dog ones and oh, she was like i just went on and bought all the cute things and they went up and i was like fuck god damn it you did yeah, better yeah, than yeah, me yeah. <laughs> i know so the dog portfolio works. Leash is literally the largest no, holder because, of, <laughs> because there's other people who are using that like system, right? Buy yeah. all the dogs things. So then it, it yeah, like, yeah, 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 exactly. Lifts all exactly. the boats. Rising yeah. tide of um, idiots yeah. floats all boats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of educational content. Like here, I have not said anything about buying anything yet. Right? Number yeah. two, still not buying anything yet. We're only on two. I thought we're on like three already. <laughs> no, number three was don't buy cute things. That's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was three. I thought. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, number three, I think this is actually like where, um, the core things that exist in crypto right now that will probably not die if the industry continues is Bitcoin and probably Ethereum. So if you mm. just want to hold anything of any value in crypto buy those, because that is typically the jumping off point of you then figuring something else out. Mm. Got it. Then the next step four, are we four? Mm -hmm. Okay. Four. four. All right. Four. Then there's the next step of actually using projects that are built on top of the blockchain. There is a wallet called MetaMask, which is basically what you use to do anything on the Ethereum blockchain. Any projects that are built on the Ethereum blockchain and get a wallet so that you can actually practice holding the Ethereum yourself rather than on a an exchange like coinbase where they basically own everything that you have mm -hmm. and that's mm -hmm. the idea the, the the saying is not your keys not your tokens mm -hmm. because coinbase is the one that actually owns the access to the tokens that you quote unquote have mm -hmm. oh. and so being able to actually like experience what it feels like to actually hold value and money on something that nobody touches yeah. is a very different feeling. Like I have a significant amount of money that does not sit on a server somewhere that can be changed. And that's the wallet, right? Is that correct. Okay. Yeah, correct. And so, but the wallet is how you then interact with a lot of projects as well. Okay. Um, and so that's like the next step. And then five is like, just have fun. <laughs> just have fun. <laughs> <laughs> This, fun. It, it's what's crazy is like four i was like getting i was like oh this is like and then five just the, 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 the opposite yeah. feeling i got was like yeah, yeah I mean, because really once you get but once you get there it is it, the like once you actually get to number four like that is when the world opens like mm. that's when the world opens and you actually can do what you want and have your own opinion on yeah, yeah. what is real what isn't real you can be a crazy like evangelist if you want yeah. you can be a like skeptic like me whatever you want to do right mm -hmm. like, 
once you like are able to finally do that piece and actually understand what it feels like to have so much control which is good and bad right like yeah oh i see i mm-hmm. i personally have lost a lot of money in scams hacks yeah, yeah. a lot of stuff mm-hmm. uh, oh interesting it's but it's all my fault right right, right? Mm-hmm. or quote unquote my fault a lot of people say like we should protect users or whatever yeah. i don't have a strong opinion on that yet but yeah yeah oh that's good crazy good. I, I think those are good answers very good okay. no very good answers i like yeah, the reframing yeah. let's definitely edit the part about us asking about crypto generally <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah we're gonna go straight to the point yeah um, editing a lot of this podcast out. This, this, <laughs> this, this episode will take a long you time. Have a this episode will be three minutes. <laughs> and most of it will be Jason and me talking about. And about us having the same book. Yeah. That, that and robot plants. So those two, those are staying in. Yeah. Man. Uh, man. All right. Excellent work. We're going to do the next game here. It's called Either Or. Okay. Basically, I'm just going to give you two things. You pick one. Okay. All right. Swimming or water polo? Swimming. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Even it's the- mental therapy. Oh, okay. I get that. Yeah. okay, okay. At this point that. in my life, because water polo is just like a game. Water polo. Yeah. I would love to play again, but it's so taxing on my body. I tried uh-huh. treading with my son <laughs> last week at a pool. Nightmare. And he had to save you. Oh. I was aching for days. <laughs> I used to do this. Like I used to be able to tread with for like I know. you guys would we tread for hours, tread right? Yeah. With chairs above our heads <laughs> in, at, in the morning. <laughs> oh yeah. And my son was way less than a before chair. class. Before class, like it'd be the last thing we do before we had to go like first Jeez. period. Yeah, that's insane. I treaded for like twenty seconds. I was like, I think I'm gonna die. I think I'm just. I think I'm dead. I think I'm dying. <laughs> I'm done. I was like, I think I was like, I was, uh, aside from my will to keep my son alive, yeah, I was right, like, right. I would have given up a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. If you think about it, treading, it doesn't make any sense like anatomically. Like we're not built to no. tread. Yeah, right. Like no, no, no. the animals that actually tread are what jellyfish, and they have ducks. a whole like par- <laughs> they have like a whole parachute. Sorry, I think ducks tread, don't they? No, no ducks they float. They have rudder. They have rudder. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. I wasn't a bioengineer. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry. I was, I'm sorry. No, I, I think didn't. if a duck wasn't treading, it would just be sitting on the on the that's water. True, that's true. They're just oh, like, I thought I always yeah. thought the feet were like pet like going. They are. As, well, no, I mean, that's because they're not moving. Always. Not always. No, 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 no. I thought even if they're stationary, like even if like like I thought oh, even top, if they're stationary, even if they're like wow. you look at a duck and you're just like you're it's really like I love ducks. Listen, I listen. My next topic for Kels- Jason and Kelsey have friends <laughs> <not> d- ducks, <laughs> ducks and mallards. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So wow. topic. Yeah. All right. Very good. Swimming. All right. Next one here. Flute or saxophone? Flute. I'm comfortable saying that now in my old, older years. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. um, because of your expertise at it. Or yeah. Because-, because I was good at. I wasn't that good at sax. Yeah. I just had that silvery tiger blue saxophone tiger stripe sorry tiger mm-hmm. stripe yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That's only thing i remember <laughs> that's the way it looked okay yeah. cool you ever polish off the old altus and just play away what's I, the altist i just looked up flute brands so oh, <laughs> I don't, oh my god oh no i was really hoping it was Shit. One, i was really hoping it was one of these 20 brand names that was on here that was such a risk altist, i don't know why you took yeah. that. you gotta you gotta, you gotta shoot that shot man sure, okay. Sure, sure. man okay uh, cats or dogs? Cats, one hundred percent. Dogs are fucking horrible. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I hate other people's dogs. Do you have dogs? I have one dog. <laughs> <laughs> I really do not like other people's dogs oh, most most of the time because they're too much. They're always bad. Oh. Uh. They're usually bad. I don't hate dogs generally, but most people, when I meet a dog, is 
probably owned by someone. <laughs> <laughs> I think the ones not owned by people are called wolves. <laughs> but the strays are actually way chiller because they're just like, they're just living their life. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, cats all the way. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, have you met Deputy? Uh, yes. <laughs> guys. I delivered her for a night. Do you know how much of this episode is getting edited? Do you guys understand how much of this is being edited right now? I'm throwing deputy All right, let's talk about people you hate. Now go. Names and addresses. Just deputy. Just deputy. <laughs> um, all right. Milo or chairman? Milo. He's my, he's my cat. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Seattle or Denver? Seattle. Man, these are easy. That that's easy, right? Yeah. Okay. Nailing Here we go. <laughs> All right. Lincoln Park or Avenged Sevenfold? Avenged Sevenfold. Uh, old Avenged Sevenfold before he had vocal surgery. I knew. He it, couldn't scream it. anymore. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. some soft ass shit. <laughs> I, do, I actually do remember you and Griffin you so listen to this. Yeah. Oh my god. We love You were so it. into it. I remember yeah. this actually. Yeah. I'm getting flashbacks of pre-water polo nice, like getting nice. into practice nice, like nice, nice. we would just sit on the bleachers and i'd be like what are we <laughs> listening to <laughs> oh my god i can't imagine parents hearing this <laughs> yes all right uh rock climbing or snowboarding i'd pick rock climbing snowboarding is way t- is like it's too much and it's too rich like it's so expensive to do oh i see oh. yeah got it yeah 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 makes sense and a lot of rich people do it. yeah 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 like you can't snowboard for free. Like, like you can go backcountry and stuff. That's more dangerous. And I've yeah. done it. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's just a lot more work. Whereas like rock climbing, like you just go hike somewhere and then you could go rock climbing. And yeah, it's yeah. usually in very beautiful places. Yeah. Same with snowboarding, but it's mm-hmm. a little different. I think rock climbing generally is more interesting to me because I'm terrified of heights. And so it was like a way for me to overcome it. To overcome it. Mm. I've not lost that fear. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has gotten worse. <laughs> it has. And I've just learned not to look down. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got just it. don't look. Yeah. But it's not just... No, that is an important skill to like yeah. not look down. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, going above the call of duty or succeeding with grit. Uh, what? Do you know what these are references Can to? Can I get an explanation <laughs> call? <please>? Oh, <laughs> wait. What? Oh, those are these oh are. Oh my god, these are fucking. <laughs> these are awards. Kevin has won uh, uh, that oh. are listed on his LinkedIn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, awards, is this, awards is this through work? These are true, actually. These aren't high school awards. These no, are no, no, like no, no, middle no. school, no, like no, 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 participation. No, 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 no. no. These, are, these, like, are these are work awards. Wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're both bullshit. So I don't really know. Yeah, you might get like. Did you get a little glass cube? No, I didn't. I just got shout outs. Oh man, man, what does that even Did mean? Did you really yeah. win the award then? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. I can well, say one of them I, came with actually one of them came with a bonus and that was the that was the first one. Whatever no. the first, the fixu one was. The first one. Okay, going above the call of duty. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's the one. That's the one I uh got some money from. So that one. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> All right, now the last one, the most important one, Jason or Kelsey. Ooh, you have the same initial, first initial, and you have the same birthday. <laughs> <laughs> 
stuff. Neck tough, and tough. neck. That's Jason. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's I, you what know I what? thought. I'm okay with that because it did take him a while to figure that out. He was like, ah. We don't have a text thread, I don't think. No. At least ours is every year. That's yeah. true. I'm missing out on the once a year happy <laughs> birthday text with the response back. Hey, a tradition's a tradition, man. It's true. <laughs> If you know anything about, and you do, my text frequency, oh like, my that's pretty God. impressive. Oh, that's that, true. That's that's true. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Once a year is not that. Yeah. I could literally be like, Jason, I'm on fire. I need your help. And like 24 hours, he'd be like, sub. <laughs> do you still need help? Do you still need help? <laughs> like, he wouldn't even ask. He'd be like, yeah. Yes. Hello. All right. Well, you know, aside from that last question, I think you answered everything else pretty well. Um, our next game is called uh, Fact or Fiction Crypto Edition. So uh, how this works is it'll be a head-to-head between you and Jason. I'm going to read you a statement. You have to tell me whether it is a fact or if it is a fiction. Okay. And then whoever has the most points at the end of this gets the other person's wallet. Ooh. Mine only has my credit card in it. Baller. Oh, you're... No, you're crypto. You're no, I know. Yeah, no. yeah. Jason's like, Jason, mine does not exist. Jason's like, no, seriously, here's a contract you're signing. <laughs> seriously, give me your crypto wallet. Okay. So, uh, first statement. In 2010, a bug in the Bitcoin blockchain created 1.84 million Bitcoin. Fact or fiction? I'll count to three to avoid cheating, and you guys answer on three. Ready? One, two, three. Fiction. fiction. Are we allowed to both say the same answer? Yeah, you're allowed. Oh, okay. okay. No, you're not. One of you has to die now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're not going to know what he says. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's fiction. Uh, 184 oh, million Bitcoin were created by a 2010 bug. Oh. Wow. Yeah. I just thought that entire f- statement was false. I thought that <laughs> yeah, I was me, hoping. Me too. I, yeah, I, thought, I was like, no, that sounds improbable. It's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But wow. it, it did, apparently, I think. Okay. According to this one website, I can't read it because I closed out of it. Um, <laughs> and next statement. One Satoshi? Am I saying it right? Satoshi. One Satoshi is equivalent to point zero 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 one Bitcoin and is the smallest unit in the Bitcoin system. Uh, fact or fiction on three. One, two, three. Fact. fact. It is fiction. Okay. It's missing one zero. Huh? No. So <laughs> oh. the, the denomination was correct. The smallest unit is a milli Satoshi. Fa- no. <laughs> which is one thousandth <laughs> of a Satoshi. Okay, cool. <clears throat> Goddamn. Cool. <laughs> so you guys are tied with one. Yeah. Next statement. The disappearance of Satoshi Nakamoto is linked to the CIA. Fact or fiction? On three. One, two, three. Fiction. fiction. It is fact. In 2010, the CIA wished to question Nakamoto about Bitcoin, and soon after, he disappeared into thin air. Oh. So they, oh. they think there's some causation there, but no interesting. One interesting. Well, I mean, right now I'm learning that we're actually twins. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> so just the same <laughs> we're born on the Shit, same I day. <laughs> guys, are you guys cheating? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is the last statement. So one of you can take the lead. It is currently one and one. And the last statement is Satoshi Nakamoto was nominated for a Fields Medal in 2016. Fact or fiction? On three. What? One, two, three. Fact. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh. This is the game right here. Shit. <laughs> Jason, you said fact? Yeah. Kevin, you said fiction? Yeah. It is 
Fiction. Oh. <laughs> he was nominated for the Nobel Prize in Economics in 2016. Uh, how shocking is that? Well, how hard is it to get a nomination? That's like, true. Like, could I nominate you for it? I think I've been nominated a few times myself. <laughs> I have no idea how it works. For robot yeah. plans. Yes. <laughs> yes. Not, yeah, not. His, his, his work... NGO robot plants. For my work in robot plants, I was nominated for the economics Nobel Prize. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it would change economies everywhere. Yes, it would. <laughs> economies everywhere would ask, why are there robot plants? Yeah. Uh, wow. Kevin, you won. I actually think you haven't lost in a while. I haven't lost in a while, Damn. yeah. You, yeah. He's tied a lot, mm-hmm. and he's won a couple times. Yeah, but you it's a little bit won. disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. What do I get? Uh, you, you get, get his wallet. You get, you get my wallet. wallet. <laughs> you get yeah. my full crypto yeah. wallet. Yeah. You get Which four does... polka dot that, <laughs> that Jason got from Felicia when they split a Domino's pizza. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right. Next activity is called recommendations. Right? Oh. So we'll just give you some categories and a recommendation. Okay. Each. Yeah. Well, I'm supposed to provide the recommendation, or are you recommending something? <laughs> <laughs> We're recommending you. You just sit there and listen. Okay. okay, okay, okay. That would be hilarious. We should do that version. <laughs> We're recommending you. After you got, we learned everything about you, we recommend, we recommend you. Do you have Therapist. a Do you have a psychologist? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Funny, funny thing. I've vented two therapists that after three or four sessions have said. Um, I don't really know what to do next Are you <laughs> because it sounds like you've worked it out in your head. Oh, I'm like, what? Oh, oh. that's all the <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the opposite. Oh. I thought it was like, we don't know how to help you. No, no, no. There was nothing in the textbooks that we've learned. Either that I'm so good at lying that they're like, oh, wow, he really hasn't figured, figured out. <laughs> That's so interesting. They're like, screw making money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Insane. We, they just gave up. We can't help you. We, we can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our morality is too high. Yeah. Um, all right. So... A recommendation from you. Okay. okay yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. A recommendation to you would be uh, be vegan. Um, okay. <laughs> so, uh, music. Um, there's this Cuban woman named La Dame Blanche. I think that's how you say. It. I have no idea. Uh-huh. I don't even know what language it's supposed to be spoken in. Uh-huh. Um, but she plays the flute. Actually, oh. whoa, kills it with flute, and it's um. It's a lot of different genres of music, um, but very Caribbean, obviously, because she's Cuban. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of like hip hop ish, like R and B ish. Sometimes, like it's all over the place. But she'll jam on the flute also during her songs. Um, oh. There's a KEXP, which is like a Seattle public radio, yeah. awesome public radio by mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. You can stream yeah. anywhere. But oh. I, uh, they have a full like twenty five minutes of her recently. Mm. It was like one of the best things I've seen in a long, long time. Wow. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. God, they're all such cool recommendations that we get. I would be like, Sam Smith has a new song out. <laughs> like, that's, like, that's literally where my mind goes. Well, Sam Smith has an audience, I guess. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But like, he's just like, oh, there's this person who's only performing in front of three people. And Well, yeah, I've been yeah, trying yeah. to, at work, I've been trying to make one of my personalities there, like the music, per- not the music person, but the person who's like cultivating the music channel. I see. Because like, I 
get a lot of enjoyment with sharing music and so yeah. i just want other people to share it. and people feel scared of sharing because they think people would be like oh that's bad or judgy whatever. yeah so i'll like just randomly throw really crazy stuff or i'll do like days where i'm like post your favorite like emo rock band that you uh, like you know like that's cool whatever so so i have been thinking a lot about music recently oh, which okay. is why that was so easy to just pull out the top yeah, of my yeah, head no. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. awesome all right uh movie I feel like it's cliche to say that everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, That's a good answer. Like, yeah, it's cliche in that a lot of people enjoyed it, I guess. Yeah. But. yeah. I, I will say that it was really good to see parts of... So there was a lot of things I had problems with it too. But I think generally yeah. it was like a very good way of seeing like our generation reflected. Also be able to see our parents generation reflected mm-hmm. a little bit too yeah um and so that was i think that was done extremely well um, yeah great gr- great recommendation all right tv oof that's all i do nowadays and so i have a lot off the top of my head okay yeah multiples are so, great yeah. okay great uh barry the last four season barry, was yeah. incredible yeah, it was yeah, yeah. from a show that was like silly haha violent to like dark yeah. humor comedy and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it's so well done bill Hader did a great job with that mm-hmm. um another one that uh was a slow burn that turned out to be hilarious by taika waititi he's uh one of the best directors mm-hmm. e- writers ever one of the, yeah. i freaking so love is it our flag means death yes dude have you seen it no really good i was in it because taika i love taika waititi i do i watch everything he does did you yeah. i just watched hunt for the Wilderbeast. Wilder i've people. seen that movie for that times. movie actually I, that's another recommendation i yes. could not stop laughing yeah i thought so it was funny. hilarious so i like and i know nothing that much about news i went to visit and it sounds like you spent time there but like yeah. that movie is like no one knows about it and even my wife who's pretty like has high standards for movies she walked in in the middle of it she's like oh this is pretty funny <laughs> like, yeah i was like this you should watch it. Okay. Taika yeah. Waititi has a really good knack. And actually, most of the New Zealand comics have come, like Fly the Concords, yeah, the yeah. Starby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just generally being a New Zealander, but they are able to just bring this like childlike innocence to any topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do it in a way that brings out the childhood innocence in you, but mm-hmm. it's yeah. a lot of times with really dark topics yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they do it really well. It was like Jojo, he did Jojo Rabbit. He did Jojo, Jojo Rabbit. Rabbit. Yeah. He did Thor Ragnarok, which Thor, is one, yeah. like, the, just one the of the better ones. ones. That yeah. was, I think, arguably is the best Marvel movie. Like, it's, I yeah, so never funny. watched the other funny. Thors. I heard they I think great. you're supposed to say Shang-Chi is the best one. Oh, that's right. Uh, sorry, tied for sorry, tied for tied for first, tied for first, tied for first. I mean, it is not AAPI month anymore, so uh, you can say that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> we're not allowed to say okay, that yeah, in May. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that was like that's the best answer I've heard for TV. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well. Very good. Yeah. Um, YouTube video. Ooh. Okay, I had we both Sam and I. Um, one of our fixie friends uh, came. We met them up in Oregon during COVID. And they shared with us a hobby of theirs, which was to watch this guy named Paging Mr. Morrow on YouTube. And it is a, he is a Disney vlogger and uh, he literally walks around Disney the parks yep. every, every day. Every day, yeah. Eats, shops, and rides, rides every single day. Yeah. And at first, it was a hate watch. It was like, God, this guy's disgusting. Like, how is he wasting his life? And then she was like, wow, I really like how he's eating. 
I love the way it's he's, eating. <laughs> uh, he's just like the he has he it truly is a gigantic child, mm-hmm. and it's it's nice to see someone actually, especially during COVID, have feel so much excitement and exuberance and happiness on the uh, smallest details. Yeah, he yeah, ha- yeah. has a favorite AC in the park. <laughs> In some store. I don't know. I don't know what that means. He has a favorite trash can that he eats off of. I don't know. He gets super excited when you like he sees like the mountain that a ride is on. I'm like, bro, go somewhere else and look at a real mountain. Come on. But like he gets so excited about it. I'm like, wow, I never get this excited about anything. Yeah. And so it's kind of watching that. So it's like Still 10% hate watch sometimes. Yeah, you're yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. you're eating too much. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're eating way too much. Uh, but that's been a weird hobby. That is the only thing I watch on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow, Religiously. That's a, that, that's again, a great that recommendation. A very yeah. good recommendation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Religiously. Yeah. And, an interesting um, parallel to what you said about uh, Taika. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. All right. And then last one here is a life hack. Huh. Uh... I feel like that's what I spend a lot of my life doing all the time. Um, let's see. Things that I could probably share that can be out in public. Uh, Wait, you have non-public? Yeah, well, like, 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 what's a private When you're cutting here? someone's face off. <laughs> um, I've right learned how the mattress industry works. Oh. And I've learned how to circumvent. Uh, I've learned how to utilize how they work for my own benefit. I see. Mattress companies are basically marketing companies at the end of the day. Yeah. Most of them don't have any new technologies, really. Mm-hmm. Also, any benefit that any mattress company has on their website yeah. is complete garbage. Yeah. Like, no one knows at all. Yeah. So, really early on, like, I was first bought a mattress and I was like, oh, I don't really like it that much. So, I bought another one. But then I realized actually I did like the one that I bought first, which yeah. is a more expensive one, <clears> a nicer one. And then I was like, okay, I'll return. I'll return one of them because I didn't need two mattresses right. in my house. Uh, and then I called them and uh, they were like, we'll find someone to donate this mattress to. And they'll come pick it up for you. And so in my head, I was like, what? That's how a return works? Because they're going to write it off really as uh, like a yeah. charity donation versus just a loss. And so I was like, huh. So I went to the more expensive mattress company and I was like, I want to return this mattress. And then they were like, someone will come and yeah. someone from salvation army will come pick it up i was like oh interesting so they come and i give them the cheaper one just to try it out to see if they even check and they just they don't know they don't care they're like oh mattress cool and they write a slip and they're like cool mattress that whatever from this company and i give it to them and i still i bought bought now bought a more expensive mattress (laughs) for less money uh but you can really take that to come like crazy yeah yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) uh but actually so that was just one thing but what i've learned actually is Building a mattress is really easy. You're not like sewing shit together. Uh-huh. It's just parts nowadays. And like, they're just straight up layers of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go on a mattress website and they literally tell, tell you, you what's in there, what yeah. the fucking things are. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you, and what I've done is like, recently I've been like, okay, I want to try a mattress out. So I'll try a mattress out. And then I was like, okay, I like this mattress. Then I look at what the components are. And what I've done is I've bought like mattresses from different places that have like weird like things that you can do. Like you can exchange a layer, yeah, yeah. but they don't ask for the layer back. They just give you a new layer. And so I'll exchange a layer, but just keep the one that I want to build my new mattress and return <laughs> the mattress and then like, and then figure out all the different pieces I uh, want. And then I've, 
it's in this case like I've bought parts of the mattress still yeah, to right. build it, but I've now built a mattress for like a third of the price as one you would have. To wow, that's. <laughs> I think in general, though, it's about understanding how marketing works right. and like because that's where all the life hacks happen. Like uh, I did Blue Apron for like a whole year when I didn't pay a single dollar, mm-hmm. maybe $25. It's like the life hack maybe actually is <laughs> learn. <laughs> actually, no, that's not, that's not a good like life hack. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how to say it because it's like learn how all the technology works and yeah. know how. And find the holes in it. <laughs> find the holes in it. Uh, yeah, that's. What a weird industry. It yeah. really is. It's yeah. uh, It was a hobby that Sam was like, what are Why you doing? Why are there three mattresses in the guest <laughs> bedroom right now? I can't use it as an office because people will think I'm hoarding mattresses. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> so now we've moved to a bigger apartment where I have designated one room. <laughs> I have a mattress. Storage. Storage. Oh, storage. Storage. Storage space. There you go. Smart. Goodness. All right. Cool. Great. And that's recommendations. Yeah. Oh, excellent yeah, recommendations. Good job. Yeah. Thanks for that. Um, and then our final activity is yeah. called. Oh, this, so this, yeah, there's a lot of activities. Our <laughs> final activity of the pre activities <laughs> in moving on to the main activity <laughs> with the post activities <laughs> is. Is Won't You Haiku? So together we are going to write a haiku. Ooh. Um, I guess we could write it about crypto. Sure. No, yeah. no. Let's, let's do it pick about, something let's, more uh, fun. Let's write it about. We're just riffing about bullshit. Let's just yeah, do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's just write a haiku about this conversation. Oh yeah, let's do that or whatever. Huh? Okay. Because you get to start with the first line. You get to set like yeah. You set the tone, sir. Of, five, of seven, five? Five, yeah, seven, five. five seven five. Five seven five. Five seven five. Okay. Shoot, that's tough on the spot. About the conversation is a really hard topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I'm, I'm like, let <laughs> me replay the whole conversation. We talked about so many things. Yeah. Should we narrow it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To what? About product management. No, I will <laughs> blow my brains, out. blow my brains out, please. <laughs> what he said earlier, and <laughs> no, uh, serious. We did it about product management. Amazing. We did it so fast. All right, that's good. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Fuck. I hope I was close enough to the mic on that one. Me too. Yeah. Um. Okay, great. Cool. All right. I I'm not, I learned a lot. I don't, don't even ask me if I learned okay, a lot. Okay, sure. Yeah, I learned you're, a lot, you're man. going right into it. Yeah. Um again, you just did everything faster than I did. <laughs> where I'm super jealous. That's like I I think it's important. You had kids before me, but I will never have kids. Nailed it. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. You like she like gave it to me and you're like, "Ah, I got you, bitch." Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I, I, I think it's, I'm always impressed. And I tell Jason, cause I think Jason in some ways the same way, but I'm always impressed with people who can figure things out so early in life because I really believe in the way that you're, you're sounding. I feel like you didn't waste the time that most people in their twenties and potential thirties hmm. do. Interesting. And I think that, you know, no, kind of getting a sense of that feeling of that kind of failure, like that happening early is probably one of the best things probably and i, I probably. really am almost envious of you because there's this wilderness periods i had in my own 20s where i was just like oh what am i gonna do like is this is right but it's just like it, it seems like you thought about this yeah. and you're just like this is your 
very rational way of framing everything. And I know you consider it like a narrative, but it's, but it makes sense. So that's kind of mine. Thank you. I'm just going to keep complimenting him until yeah. whatever. But yeah. until, until I Dude. give him one final. Yeah, exactly. He's fishing. I you're, said you had nice ass. <laughs> he's been fishing. Your hair is good. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. What did you learn, Jason? Yeah. Um, well, first off, I really appreciate that, that, yeah, you were willing to share and that we were able to like kind of go through the whole story. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously I knew like bits and pieces all, all along the way, but it's like cool to hear it, you know, kind of all yeah, at yeah. once with all the detail. So that was nice. And I think like the thing that the conversation kind of reaffirmed to me is just like the thing I see you most as is a learner, is like an excellent learner. And part of it is just like your ability to learn, but also just like you have this like real desire and like interest in learning. Yeah. And I feel like that's really, that's like really cool. I think it um, was really late though. Like that's something that I really wish that, your parents, I think, were a little bit better about this because I found you actually generally very curious about a lot of different things. I was not. Mm. Like, this was, this is very new for me. This is like the last third of my life. Like, yeah. I did not like to learn. I was not someone who seeked it out. I wasn't curious. I didn't know how to be curious. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it took a long time to get there. Yeah, sure. yeah. I mean, you might be underselling it a bit maybe, because, maybe, cause maybe, like, yeah. yeah, you, you would always like, you figure out all those schemes and like, sure, you know, sure, you, sure, you like sure, sure. deep dove into some stuff. Right. Sure. Um, maybe, yeah, it really like defines the latest third of your life, but, yeah. um, yeah, I think that's really cool. And it sounds like you're still like hungry to learn more. Yeah. And I feel like that's how you were able to make this sure it's a random walk, but that's how it, it worked. Right. It's cause like every place you landed, you're like, let me just learn as quickly as I can you know, take it all in and yeah. then do something with it. Yeah. Yeah. So like earlier I had asked, what if you had a high school friend who did something different and you like landed in that spot? Would you have gone on the same path? Would you have eventually found yourself doing the same mm. thing that you're doing now? Or would it, you have just gone off in a different direction? And I oh, feel like the yeah. answer is you would have just been wherever you would have been. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Because you're like so good and like ready at like, just like taking in like, what what the world is like presented yeah 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 i guess the yeah. answer to that question better like understanding it too is like i i believe most people already have their paths <laughs> like oh, yeah. written for them to be honest uh -huh. and like you're just playing it out and so yeah. yeah i think generally yes like yes there's a lot of luck along the way but yeah i don't think i would have landed anywhere else if some different i wouldn't have made a different decision yeah mm -hmm. yeah you kind of trust yeah. you trusted the process yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 or at least i'm comfortable with it now like uh -huh. i'm sure during the times where things were not great like it, it sucked but yeah cool i mean that that's that's about <sighs> it for me did, let's throw a, did, let's, did, let's, did, i want to throw an insult at him you don't smell that good nice <laughs> wait what? just like a lot of compliments for him i just want to like i want to like you're trying to back down. Yeah, yeah, a little bit okay. Okay. Trying to get undercut him. <laughs> you got, got me you smell good but just not that good oh, you know what i mean like oh double body blow dagger dagger um yeah any takeaways for you from the conversation? Anything that you learned? This was good. I felt like you two were my therapist. <laughs> Sweet. Can that you tell be, me that there's nothing else left? That will be $3,000, please. <laughs> so when's the next session? Am I supposed uh, to come back or not? If you would like to. No, I'm seriously, if you want to come back, I would love to talk about other topics. It seems like you are well versed in certain things. But yeah, I mean... Right, 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 right. I, yeah, I, I always really like the kind of with like the life story aspects. Like... It's really I, a way to, to, yeah. to learn the people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. my takeaway uh, about a lot of the stuff I've talked about is that like 
I think maybe at some point in my life, I'll figure out how to be able to help, uh, I think, kids in our position or like a background to get there faster. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that is, I tr- truly feel what you feel too. Like, I feel like I didn't get there fast enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of other people were able to. And I, I do believe it was because we live in a bubble, right? Mm, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. it's just so Asian and everything. It's yeah. like planned out for you. You're supposed to do this and that. And like, yeah. you just don't get to it's think Wakanda, about that. Yeah. Next yeah. topic, actually. Come back. We'll talk about that. Let's talk about yeah. being in a bubble. Yeah. Oh, I would love that. That would be amazing. <laughs> oh, dude. dude yeah. And it, that would be true therapy, actually. Next time you come. No, no, no seriously. Yeah. That'd be awesome. We can talk about that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I was just going to say, it sounds like what you're saying is in the future, you want to be a recruiter at Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get paid every time you say Microsoft? Is that a thing? Yeah. Like, it was a, it was a, pivotal moment of my life every yeah. time you say microsoft i hear a ding from your phone i don't know what that means though but i think well that's around the same time that we probably like i had my my moments too mm-hmm. yeah right after college yeah, yeah 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 so we should definitely have you on again if you if you would come back yeah i have fun i think oh, it'd be good. fun to talk about i that love stuff. Re- yeah this is making enjoy- jokes yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think said, that's all we did i said everything seriously oh, oh shit so all of our laughs Why were actually we, yeah, very yeah. hurtful to you. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. I was going to show you my robot plant. <laughs> but now I'll put it back in my backpack. <laughs> my mom's going to hate this episode. She says there's just too much. Like She likes the, the learning aspects of everything. She's uh, like, you just make too many jokes. <laughs> really? That's funny because I edit. I cut out a lot of your jokes. Good. <laughs> Good. I'm telling you. I've told you volume, right? You can cut yeah. out oh, 95% of them. It's still going to dominate the number of it's, yeah. it's still a lot of podcasts, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So thank you again, Kevin, for being here. Yeah, thank yes. you for having us um, on, man. This yeah, great. this is my first podcast, probably. Oh, no, I did one about product management once. Oh, <laughs> on this podcast? Blow my brains out. No, not this one. <laughs> uh, well, the experience shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you uh, for being here, but also thank you f- so much for being a friend for all these years, and thank oh, you yeah. for uh, being on the same uh, born on the same day as me. Yes. And uh, thank our moms. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, moms, and to all the listeners. Thank you for uh, tuning in. Yeah. And for, uh, for listening, we uh, do appreciate it. You know, I know we 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 go on uh, brief hiatuses, but uh, I do get a lot of positive feedback still when we do release episodes. So again, huge thanks for everybody who continues to listen and please keep doing so yeah all right have a great week everyone thanks everyone bye bye this has been jason and kelsey have friends executive produced by dora talent managed by kelly design and artwork by hobby at madebyhobby.com theme song by jason questions comments Send us an email at jasonandkelsey at gmail.com or visit us at jasonandkelsey.com. If you haven't already, please rate and subscribe everywhere, multiple times.